0: On this episode of the Star Wars Time Show, Matt and Nick will do their best to make a slow week in Star Wars sound more exciting than it was. Maybe they'll talk Transformers, maybe they'll talk Diablo 4, they'll for sure talk about the latest Ahsoka trailer and how the show is now being released on August 23rd, and they'll also dive into some more Lucasfilm release date shifting. For those gamers out there, the dudes will also dive into the Star Wars Outlaws announcement and what this game could mean for fans of the franchise. Of course, the show will end with the Question of the Week segment and the latest round of Top 5 Star Wars Fan Artist Features. Punch-a-Chewy. now everybody hey welcome back to a brand new episode of the star wars time show wearing my hat like a slap dick but that's kind of how we operate over here at the swtshq welcome one welcome all it's good to be back even though there's not much star wars to talk about that's pertinent although Outlaws. So that, that's going to be our, our bread and butter today. We're, we're definitely going to dig into Star Wars Outlaw from Ubisoft, Massive, and Lucasfilm. That dropped over the weekend because let's make news on Sundays, right, Nick? That that seems <laughs> to be the what video game companies like to do over the summer now that E3's blown up, so on and so forth. But um, we got our, we got the, like, kind of like a story trailer on Sunday coming out of Microsoft Summer Game Fest or whatever the hell that's called these days, and then yesterday we got 10 minutes of uh, gameplay footage for Star Wars Outlaws, so keyed in, we're ready to talk about it, but that's gonna be a little bit later in the show. Uh, clearly, if you're here to, to for a Star Wars podcast, you've come to the right place, because we're gonna talk all things Transformers Rise mm-hmm. of the Beast today, <laughs> that's right. And uh, I know my friend hasn't seen it, nor do I expect him to ever seen it. That's okay. His movie tastes are much more refined than me, and he doesn't have a little kid that he has to entertain every once in a while. So, I don't know right. how
1: many Transformers... The last Transformers movie... Yeah, when, when,
0: that, did, you, when did you tap out of Transformers? Oh, Jesus, I mean,
1: I didn't see the ones... like. Whenever Shia, like Shia LaBeouf was in the third one, right? Like that was the yeah, last one. so you're one he was
0: you're in? You're, uh, you're Team Shia for Transformers. You didn't get down with Marky Mark's turn behind. Oh, the wheel I, I or... like
1: it wasn't even like oh he's not in it anymore. It's like these movies are not good anymore. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just not gonna you, you will
0: ad- you will admit that michael bay's first transformers is good though right the, fir- with, the with first Cheyenne. one was
1: good the first one right. was like i enjoyed it i saw the second one i was like this is not as good and i saw the third one yeah. and i was like <laughs> i am now finished with this Thank yeah you. it's
0: and it, it, it doesn't get any better they got what's the other one like last night and some age of extinction uh then you had kind of the soft reboot but it's not a reboot based on my studies with bumblebee uh, so apparently, Nick, Rise of the Beast is a direct sequel to Bumblebee. I've but both but both Bumblebee and Rise of the Beast take place before the Michael Bay films. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Who I cares? mean, Rise,
1: I, I mean, I guess Rise of the, doesn't like Rise of the Beast is supposed to take place in like, like earlier human well, times,
0: you know. I, hey, spoilers, because I, I, you know, I know people are on their edge about this film. Although Nick, I'll tell you what, and I was, I was flabbergasted. Dare I say, this knocked across the Spider Verse off its pedestal after only one week. This movie made like sixty point five million opening weekend, dude. It just so. shows you <laughs>
1: that like animation in in the theaters can only hang on for so long. That's
0: crazy. I mean, Across the Spider-Verse, is, it's a work of art. Literally, a moving work of art. And, and in comes Rise of the Beast and its paper-thin plot and nothing but robot-on-robot action, and it rues the day. You gotta love it. You gotta love it, man. <laughs> but no, you're there there um. is, let's just say Rise of the Beast, it opens kind of set in the past, but the, the bulk of the movie is set after the, the bumblebee, whatever the fuck that is. Gotcha. Um, so I, I don't know how they, they reformulate the canon of all this because I, I I swear in Michael Bay's first Transformers, don't we see them coming to Earth for the first time? Oh, yeah, like I was as, gonna say like that was meteors supposed, and shit.
1: Yeah, like that was and like I I don't know, man. Like it, Exactly. It, it seemed dude, not, like it was the first time that they were there because that correct. was right when Cybertron was like being destroyed, right? Like blown up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But so I guess like, it kind of works because these early movies, like Cybertron isn't dead yet uh optimus just left to to do something okay and, so and in like this movie he's he's off yeah he's all feeling sorry for himself because he's like damn it why did i bring the autobots to earth and we're stuck here now we need to be back on cybertron you know that type of stuff so <laughs> it's like well. but anyways rise of the beast so does it Warrant beating across the Spider Verse? Absolutely not. There's just a lot of idiots out there that have free time on their hands, like myself. Um, is it a complete pile of shit? No. My kid Nick, and she really has no stakes in Transformers. Yeah. Fucking loved it. Loved it. I was like, Charlie, what'd you think of that? Because I, I got out of this as like, man, she might, she might hate me after this. Because even I was getting a little like, okay, all right, yeah, okay, uh, more robots punching robots. And I'm like, hey, what do you think, Bob? And she goes, I loved it. I was like, okay, well I, I then, think a win's a win, that tr- to
1: win, pal. Yeah, that that definitely tracks for kids because it's it's like the like the big colorful flashing moving things, and like yeah, that's and what you kids know, there's girls
0: to. in it. There's a girl Autobot, you know, RC or whatever it is. And you know, I didn't even know Pete Davidson plays Mirage. I mean, he's like one of the main characters, and he doesn't sound like Pete Davidson. But listen, it's just. It's um I know there's people out there like oh man the story and it's it's getting back to the roots and this and that and the you know the maximals are here and and I'm just like yeah but it's pretty much just Optimus you know with his speeches and and fighting it's the Transformers <laughs> franchise so uh, I mean yeah yeah Unicron and this and that and Scourge is like yeah but in terms and of like- a a deep plot and emotions kind of like bumblebee started to to scratch on Nah, this is back to boom boom pow boom boom pow crash scratch yeah.
1: boom and you see like i i wasn't a kid who like watched transformers a lot when i was young that i, I feel like that was like yeah you're
0: that's me that's my generation yeah, like that was sure. like a
1: the slightly older generation than me so like i didn't grow up with transformers i had seen the cartoons before and and everything, but I, it wasn't like a, a normal part of like my, my weekly childhood viewing. So when the movie came out, I was like, okay, I mean, it seems pretty cool. Like Megan Fox is in it. So yeah, I'll, I will show. go see it. <laughs> and I, yeah, I mean, like, I really like the first one. In fact, that's like, that movie was what made me want to get my first Camaro. And, Cause I was hey like, now, oh wow, that Bumblebee car- Nick. Yeah, I mean, like that car looks cool as hell. And like right when that movie released is when they did like the re-release of the Chevy Camaros because they hadn't been in production for like 10 years. So that was my first car that I bought with my own money. So I like pre-ordered the car. I didn't even know you could pre-order cars, but that one you could. I pre-ordered the car. These days you can
0: buy a car out of a vending machine. Believe. Yeah,
1: there's one not too far from my house.
0: And I want to do that. I'm not fucking around. Like I want to do that in my life before I die. Cause fuck car <laughs> shopping. I literally just want to be like bing bang boom and, and just have it shoot out of a building.
1: Yeah. Taylor sold her old car to Carvana, but we never bought one from it to where we could like get it. To-
0: so do they just where they come with a flatbed and take it away, or did she drive it into the vending machine and it went up like up into the rack?
1: So you can get it to where they pick it up. From your house, but we just drove it to the place and dropped it off. And like they literally had like and and like they they appraised the car. They were like, okay, we'll give you X amount of money for for this car without even seeing it. And like she just well, that punched just, it That goes to
0: show you how how overinflated car prices are. Yeah, especially
1: used car prices. And this was like two or three years ago when when she got her Tesla. Like yeah. she put in the type of car it was, she put in the the year, make, model, the number of miles and everything and they're like, "All right, we'll give you whatever it was, 20 grand for this car." They brought we brought it in, they walked around it, they're like, "All right, looks good." And then that was it. They gave her to check and we just drove off.
0: Damn. See, you, you see, you're not talking me out of buying a car through Carvana. This, no, this yeah. sounds I mean, it's, like it's, everything it's, I want. I mean, it seems we, you know, legit. we just had a trip and this is my, one of the first times I've been inside a McDonald's in many years, and I'm proud of that. Okay, I, I'm not. I don't like McDonald's. I'll eat it. Yes, it tastes good, but it's garbage. All right, we all know this. But, you know, you walk in now, they, do, they got like huge 42-inch flat screens. You're like, bing, bang, boom, bang, bing. The receipt prints out. You walk up, get your food. That is life for me. Fuck human contact. I love machines. QR codes now are the best thing ever. Anything to where I don't have to be in lines with other people or directly talk to people is a win. So sign me up, Carvana. Yeah, Let's no, go. I, mean, I think my, I need a new friend.
1: car. My friend bought one through it and I think like you can do it to where you go pick it up from the vending machine.
0: It really, uh, like I, I'm i kind of make it, but it kind of is a vending machine, isn't yeah, it? No, it's like it, a, isn't it like it, a big glass yeah. cylinder building? That,
1: <laughs> yeah, no. It's where fantastic. You could like If there's, if it's like recently, these apparently like these, like it hasn't been doing well. So like there's no cars in these vending machines now, but you could also oh, no. just get it delivered to your house. Like somebody will drive the car that you bought to your house and drop it off for you.
0: I wonder, so. Nick, do you know, is the vending machine mostly automated? Like, does someone just go like, bing, bang, bay 10? And it's like. Boo!
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Thoughts. So. Yeah. <sighs> Meat bags. We're all going to be <laughs> out of jobs. It's it's coming, man, between AI and vending machine uh, car shops. We're screwed.
1: Right.
0: All right. Back on track. But, you know, Rise of the Beast, like I said, listen, it's it's Transformers. So if you're okay with that and you enjoy just a, uh, you know, a loud spectacle that does look cool and definitely has some nods to the nostalgia, there's no doubt about it, check it out. Uh, does it, does it, Is it a better movie than Across the Spider-Verse? And did it deserve to knock it off the number one spot? Absolutely not. But hey, people uh, speak with their wallets. Capitalism reigns supreme here, so... Rise of the Beast for Oscars, All right. It's going to win some Oscars at this point. So. <laughs> but look, you got little kids, take them. You'll have fun. I mean, it, it, it's not going to, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's, it's probably like a six and a half out of seven. All right. So Nick, on to something that I know you're definitely dabbling in. Yes. And it's definitely not Star Wars. And that's okay. Because, it, it, you know, we're, we're biding our time for 823, Ahsoka, all that fun stuff. So why not talk about Lilith. And her lovely new game Diablo Four. All right, uh, I think we mentioned this last week. I just got my copy; hadn't fired it up yet. I've been playing since then. And Nick, uh, you know, we've been chatting offline in our our secret comms here, our ISB chat channel, <laughs> and he's into it too. I did, dude. I, I I don't know. I, I just I know I've said this before on this dumb show. Maybe even about Jedi Survivor or. You know, uh, that Marvel game I played earlier, but I- I'm not shitting it, around like th- this is real talk. I've not been all consumed by a video game like Diablo four. And I, I'd say over 10 years easily. And by all consumed, I mean, it- it's all I want to do. I- I've, I've been staying up till 2am for the first time in many, many years, probably three years, uh, getting up, thinking about it. I, I rigged my steam deck <laughs> with Chiaki, which is like this cool app they made for, uh, uh, I think Android or... No, I guess it is for Steam. That allows you to essentially spoof the Steam Deck into becoming a PS5 or PS4 remote client. So now I can play it remotely, Nick. So it's like my little baby. I can carry it with me wherever I go. My Druid, my level <laughs> 33, Boticus the Great. And and I can keep leveling them up. But I, it's just... I wouldn't say Diablo 4 is much different than 3, and and I'm not a Diablo franchise freak, so if, if you know better, please speak up. It, it, it feels like the same formula, you know, click, 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 power, click, click, power, click, click, power, 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 power click, click, power, power click, power, click, power, click power, 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 right? I mean, that, that's what it is, yeah. and then you, you if you're smart, which I wasn't at first, you, you try to follow a guide to work towards a, a mega build, correct, Nick? I, I don't know the official term, but... Uh, you, you typically want to start working towards, I guess, what you'd call an end game build. Yeah, is that fair to say? Yeah. So um, I, I I got my druid. I looked at the guide, icy veins. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going earth bear. So I've I've been for the past week loving life in in video game land in Diablo Four with my earth bear druid, Bodicus, and I've been playing with friends again for the first time in years. It's just, dude. It's just. It's fucking Diablo 4. I love it It's perfect
1: yeah it's it's been really fun for me. It's like one of the games that I was anticipating for a long time, and then I kind of like when when Diablo Immortal that like shitty phone game came out I was I actually was like, oh man, if this is what Diablo 4 is like I'm really gonna be pissed. Uh, but I, I had it pre-ordered. I played in one of the uh, the closed beta programs that came out. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And uh, I've since played through. So I was like telling Matt when I was like playing, I was like, okay, I, I made a necromancer first. And this character sucks because as soon as you get in boss battles, all of your little demons, all of your skeletons die and you have no way to respawn them. So that really fucking blows because that ca- that class is like totally dependent on, um, on your skeletons unless you Nick, go are you a build. Um, are
0: you a long time Diablo guy? Then, like, are, have you been in it since the I, first? Like, are you no, kind of no. in in the community? Like, you know all the shit, all the ins no, and outs. No, absolutely. Okay.
1: Not. Like, I played two, uh, for a bit. Like, I don't even think I really finished two. I played three from release, and I played through all the expansion packs of three. So like reaper souls i'm asking because it
0: seems like my one buddy brian he fucking hardcore like he's the one that's like no dude icy veins this renown that xp run i'm like what the fuck man just just let me play the game you know i'm I'm, I'm enjoying it don't give me too many guardrails here but it does seem to me like veterans go necro is that kind of like a true statement you think
1: i think that a lot of like veteran players go, like are playing necromancer because the last game necromancer wasn't a release class like okay. you couldn't you couldn't play it from the beginning and it wasn't until they did like a a like huge like class release for necromancer that you could play it um so that's why like that's why I did it cuz I played the first I played Diablo 3 all the way through as barbarian and I fucking loved it then I played a little bit as a demon hunter Uh, Which isn't available yet in this game, Um, and then Necro released, and then like one of my friends who's a longtime Diablo player like immediately jumped on when Necro started, like when Necro came out and played that. So I was like, okay, well I'll play because I know that Necro's fun, but like right now in Diablo Four, it's just like not it's it's a pretty weak class. Um, so then I rolled a Druid because you were playing Druid, I played Druid for a little bit, and I was like, all right, it's fun, but I not, not quite for me. And then I re rolled a third time as a rogue.
0: <laughs> Nick's got 60 hours into the game, but is only about 10 hours into the game.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, like, I have my, my necromancer's level uh, 15, my druid is level 18, and now my rogue is level like 27 or 28. So, the, the rogue is Damn. what I'm sticking with. Yeah, you, now. you
0: have logged some legit time, my friend. I mean, that, that's yeah. legit.
1: So like you, you I, would I, be
0: you would be end game if you just pick the right class to start <laughs> from huh? the
1: beginning. Like I would at, I would at least be probably like level 40 or so yeah. 40 50 around that if I would have just stuck with one class all the way through. But, like, I really wanted to find something that was a little bit more pl- my play style, and, and that's Rogue. Are you
0: doing the, um, what is it, the Twisted Souls Rogue build, or which one did you pick? I
1: don't know what it's called, but, like, there's a guy who streams. And for those of you who are playing Diablo 4, you can earn rewards just by, like, having Twitch streams on in the background. Like, if you no link your Blizzard account to your Twitch account and watch some of the Diablo 4 streams you can like earn drops. Hey, look like at this. Earn... a
0: tip from Nick. Check that out. Yeah, shit so
1: there out. you go. So I was watching uh this guy's name is uh Udijo, and he's like the best Diablo player in the world or some shit like that and he was playing a rogue and he had his he has his build up online so I'm just following his build. Cuz he him. was the first player in the world to get to level 100 totally solo like he didn't duo i gotta either. ask you
0: you just said he's the most skilled diablo player in the world and and i wonder how that's even possible because is there truly skill to playing diablo
1: i think that like once you get to like this is almost like the same type of question that comes up when it comes to like mmos and like how can you really be Here, like the best uh, mmo player in the yeah, world before
0: you answer here's my take i yeah I would say if he figured out the best builds and how like looking at all the abilities and how to step through that and how it's going to, you know, tie into legendaries, this, that and the other thing that I would say is a skill with a slight mental illness, but definitely a skill in terms of the game. It truly is like bang, 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 bang. You just got to be watching your powers and and make sure things are going correctly. I, I don't. I guess in terms of gameplay, explain to me the skill of Diablo.
1: Yeah, I think it's like, I mean, when you're playing through the standard campaign, there's really not a lot. Like, it's really just like, just pop your health potion at the right time and don't die. But then when you get to like the progression levels, like when you get to like Nightmare Level 4 or like World Tier 4, which is the highest World Tier right now, I believe, is 4, then it really starts to get into like, are you using your skills appropriate at the appropriate time okay. to ensure right. like your survival, maximizing damage? It's kind of the same thing as it is if you're like like a progression raider in like a like a an uh, MMO like World of Warcraft or something like that because that's when it gets like really nitty gritty in terms of like truly micro managing every move that you do and yeah. like making sure that you're like. You know, you're you're building your your ability power before you're using and, and all, a whole bunch of shit like that. So like that's kind of what it comes down to. And in game is like truly micromanaging everything and ensuring that like every move you do is the optimal move for like survivability and damage output. So it is. So, it's still
0: to yeah. me. It sounds like it's more intelligence versus gameplay skill. Like, yeah, it's, like, it's you know like like an FPS player. They got to be fucking twitchy as hell, right? I mean. Yeah.
1: It's a different this type is, of skill than, than okay, FPS right. or something like that for sure.
0: The other the other thing I noticed, because I'm slow, but and I'm sure there's other games. I mean, Destiny is essentially a copy of Diablo, right?
1: Kind of, yeah. It's like a first person. But but,
0: like, but, but FPS. I mean, yeah, I mean like they got the world events, game. this, that, the other thing, end game, this and that. Um, all right. I I just dude, I love it. I mean this game, it's it's so simple. There's no real bells and whistles. It's not trying to do anything new, no NFTs or 3D this or Ray that or Blue Blue Videos this. It's just fucking Diablo. And, and that's why I love it. And I and I've I have tried Tears of the Kingdom a bit, a bit. And yes, it's Zelda. It's great. But I I'm always reminded of why I think I burn out and don't necessarily love these bigger Zelda games, Nick. It's cause there's no real direction in Zelda. It's like, hey go north to what north to what (laughs) motherfucker there's no waypoints there's no nothing like you literally i mean they're like okay i gotta go there and you see it and you're walking there and you're like oh there's a fucking lake can't cross that oh there's a mountain can't get over that so how the fuck am i supposed to get there zelda (laughs) i don't like that shit i know some people that that's like life to them like oh it's hey i'm just living it it's like i'm really link no matt needs guidance matt needs waypoints and that's why i love a game like diablo it's like hey dummy matt you need to do a b c A's here, B's here, C's here. And if you want to, put a pin on it and it'll draw a fucking line on the map for your dumb ass to follow. That's why I love a game like Diablo. I don't want to have to think about all this shit. I don't want to have to think about where to go, where to get the next quest, where to do the side quest. Just show it to me. I'm simple, okay? Um, Hogwarts was another great example of a game that's like, here's everything you can do and here's how easy it is to get to it. I love that shit. But if you hide it from me, and make it mysterious, like I'm actually Link. I, I'm like, fuck you. I don't have time to figure out that I got to walk around the continent to get to this literally like hour two dungeon in Zelda. Yeah, so
1: fuck I you, think Nintendo. That, like, Thank you. When you're young, I, I mean, like, I really do think it's an age thing. Because like, when you're you're like, right when I was you're younger, right. I was like, oh yeah, like I'll figure out where to go and and all that other shit. But like, as I get older, I'm like. Yeah, man, just like give me like if it's an open world game, like just give me just give me the ability to put a waypoint and yes, like, a, please, like a marker. Thank you. <laughs> and thank then I can do and then I can go there because, yeah, I it may take a while to walk there still. But like, I, I don't want to have to fight the terrain to figure out how to get. Thank there. you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. That, that's all I'm saying, Zelda fans. <laughs> and, and listen, I, I got many hours to get into that, and it, it's going to sit idle because Diablo 4 is the king right now. I mean, it, it, this game, like I said, all-consuming. Uh, if I wasn't dedicated to the three people that watch this show on Tuesdays at 5, I, I'd probably be playing it right now or at least have it on my Steam Deck going like this the whole time. You'd hear like a click, 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 mm-hmm. just trying to get some XP. It, it's just fantastic. And really, to tie it all back to Star Wars, you know what it reminds me of? scoundrels of the new republic that's right i mean that's really what this game is you get to pick your classes if you're playing with friends like i've been doing i mean they're like hey let's go here and you see my little fat ass running off towards hordes of enemies pulling them back to there they have to come and help me out and that that's really what it's about it's playing with friends kind of living that rpg life channeling your character a bit Uh, It's just good stuff. It's like if you love games where you can see the end, but you can also see you're working towards the end, like progress is being made. I don't think there's a better experience in Diablo 4.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it is a top tier game for sure. So, I mean, the good thing now is like Diablo used to. I mean, basically used to be pc only now it's on all consoles so like yeah i I mean it's no longer
0: a walled garden dude in in the cross it's cross play cross save it's fantastic so i mean if you get on pc and you want to play on your console it all checks out through battle.net uh i've connected with pc players on the ps5 seamlessly uh and if they weren't dickheads and had headsets it would have been even better but they didn't so Uh, it's fantastic you know check it out if you're if you're into this type of game you like diablo three or if you just want a game that is going to keep you planted on your couch for a while as you work towards progress you'll love it plus it's got you know lilith isn't just contained to diablo i mean she's in all sorts of i mean she's in marvel she she was the main villain in in was that midnight suns game that came out she's in other lore that isn't just diablo so have some fun all right, I know we, we we definitely went off the rails, but hey, we we, we got to do something here. When uh, there there's literally a, an Ahsoka release date and a, a movie trailer, Matt Palanca here. Zelda is a better game than Diablo. How
1: dare you?
0: How <laughs> yeah, I mean, dare you, Matthew? Everybody has their own
1: opinions, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's they're two very different games for sure. I mean, like there's yeah, they're, there's, yeah,
0: they're not even not even remotely the same. There's no yeah, doubt about I it. Mean, I mean, it's I. It's Zelda, if you have patience and endless amounts of time. Diablo, if you just want to kick some ass and hit a button over and over and over again and really not have to use your brain. So, there yeah. you go. Yeah. All right. So, hey, it's always time for Star Wars time, Nick. That's what we sell them at least. So, let, let's get into it. Uh, will my plan work here? Yeah, sure. It will a little bit. All right. So, uh, last week uh maybe Wednesday-ish something like that we got another teaser for Ahsoka and and while Nick it didn't I I took some screens we can talk about a few of the new shots it it really didn't give us anything that that wasn't seen in the initial trailer but the big piece of meat the big bone coming out of last week's Ahsoka teaser is the release date and while I usually like to be right Um, I was off by eight days. I I was thinking this would be, I don't even know why I said 31, because I don't think that's a Wednesday, so don't listen to me. I'm stupid. Uh, But I I was close. I was saying uh, Ahsoka, probably end of August, and here we go. August 23, Nick, is when we're going to get the drop. It does not look like it's going to do any snazzy stuff with the schedule like Bad Batch Kenobi has done. It it seems it's going to be a single drop Every Wednesday, so we're going to have Ahsoka through October. Uh, But like I said, the the trailer, you got a few new shots, so Nick and I will do our best to explain them to you. So, Nick, the first one I'm looking at here is... uh, I I believe that's Ahsoka's ship docked on the New Republic flotilla that we saw. She's Mm -hmm. coming out, and if you can see the guy right there, could that be the general? Could that be... Is it Nadine or Maydean? Right? I mean, I he's got that. Yeah,
1: yeah, it kind. I mean, so. like it. It definitely could be. I mean, it's definitely an older white guy, which fits General Maydean as well as <laughs> a lot of other people. <laughs> there's uh, a lot least, of
0: old white guys in 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 Star Wars. There's no doubt about it. Although, if you listen to some comments on Star Wars Outlaws, there's. No white people, no white guys left in Star Wars, but I don't know. I mean, they're, yeah. I think they're watching a different franchise than I am. Uh, but yeah, so th- this is her docking on the ship. And like we said, this is probably Ahsoka getting some pertinent information like, okay, the shit's about to hit the fan with this Thrawn thing in the, in the resurgent empire. So New Republic, can we uh, kind of stop with all this kumbaya bullshit and, and maybe dedicate some uh, resources to potential conflict? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I like this uh, Tanner, Tanner Milken here. I'm a Zelda fan, but I agree with how the new games don't have direction. Smart, smart person. Thank you. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: up next, and Nick, I believe for people in attendance at Celebration, they kind of got to see this segment, Us lifes, This is the first time seeing it. And uh, we're talking about the scene where we get to see Sabine ignite Ezra's green saber, and she is confronted by um, Shin Hati, played by Avana. Remember, she's going to be Balin's apprentice slash whatever. And I guess, Nick, the thing here is, A, I'm reminded that I I do think green lightsabers are my favorite. Uh, They just, they kick ass. I mean, they just, I love that that green hue. But B, Nick, this looks like this is happening on Lothal. Uh, it's before Sabine seemingly commits to Ahsoka's mission, right? Because she hasn't she hasn't cut her hair yet.
1: Yeah, she's still got the long lock.
0: My question for you: Do you think this encounter between Shin and Sabine takes place before or after Ahsoka comes to Lothal to talk to Sabine?
1: Yeah, I mean, because it would have you would have to have some sort of reason for Shin and Balin. I mean. We assume that Balin's there, but Shin could have gone by herself, just sent by Balin to like go there and and confront Sabine. And there really wouldn't be a reason for them to do that unless Ahsoka had been there, because it seems like Sabine's not in hiding. Like Sabine is just living her life, like it seems at least. Like as yeah, far yeah, as we she know. doesn't
0: seem to be actively engaged in the New Republic or anything yeah. peacekeeping. For all we know, she's she's just hanging out in, in Ezra's tower. Essentially, yeah. she she's a squatter.
1: So, like, it doesn't seem like there would be any reason for Shin to go there unless it was, like, following Ahsoka to yeah. see, like, w- what what is she up to? Who did she make contact with? Is this something, is this person a threat? Is this something that we have to deal with? So, it would make, it, like, in my mind, it would make a little bit more sense that it was... After Ahsoka's uh, journey to Lothal, just to have a conversation with Sabine, and then this—this this be what like triggers Sabine to be like, okay, well, clearly I can't just like sit on the sidelines anymore. This isn't just Ahsoka being Ahsoka and saying like, hey, we have to get back out there again. Like there, there's actually some something behind this now. Uh, yeah, so this I,
0: I, I'm with you, and and for the same reason, it's like, what's what's the motivation of Shin Hati to go to Lothal? And seemingly want to kill Sabine Wren. Okay, you would you would hope there's like these these new bad guys of Star Wars have deeper motivations than just kill 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 for the sake of killing. Yeah. Uh, So it it very well could be like, uh, hey, they they already know Ahsoka's on to them. Now Ahsoka's told someone else. We got to start plugging leaks. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we got to. Yeah, we, we gotta kinda stop this before the, the floodgates fully burst open and the, the galaxy is fully made aware of the plan to bring Thrawn back. Uh it, it, and i and I also agree with you, Nick. I think potentially Ahsoka and Sabine's initial conversation may not go Ahsoka's way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Sabine might be like, you know what, fuck it. it it's it's gone. Just let it let it go. Yeah, uh, but then this happens, and maybe Ezra's names thrown around, and and then she's like, you know what, you're right, Ahsoka, we we can't can't keep the heads buried too much longer. So let's get to it. But there yeah. there has to be a reason Shin is wanting to cut Sabine's head off.
1: Yeah, for and, sure. And, and I it, mean, it's weird. It could it, be. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. You, no, you, no, you, gonna-
0: your your notion that Sabine's not really. At least to our knowledge, at this point, mixed up in anything that would kind of make her stand out to ne'er duels.
1: Yeah, I mean, like as far as we know, and and we don't know a lot about Sabine during this time period. Like she's just been out there. But what what I think may be interesting, especially when this scene first starts, is is Shin going to have a reaction to that blade? Like, is she going to be able to tell that like well one you're not a Jedi so this blade came from somebody else and two it probably came from the person that that we know it you know it probably came from Ezra it probably came from this guy who we're either actively seeking or uh you know have had entanglements with in some way shape or form yeah the
0: other thing i'm wondering just because of the light of these scenes if you remember back to the trailer where you know she's looking at the recording of ezra maybe that puts out a signal like hey here's someone else that knows ezra's gone they may be looking for him ezra could lead them to thron we need to take this out i I don't know it's 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 interesting that i i dig this scene a it looks great. I mean, the Sabers look great. Uh, Ivana looks great with that orange. Um, Natasha looks fantastic with the green. It, it looks like it's going to be a a kickass type of laser sword battle. Uh, but I was just curious, like, what what is the motivation here? Why are we yeah. trying to kill each other?
1: I mean, really, like the and it's just like a question of the greater motivation behind Shin and Balin, as far exactly. as as far as we've been told, like. Balen is a mercenary. Balin's like a former Jedi mercenary who like is just making his way through the galaxy. And the thing is, is if he really is just a mercenary, he's been a he's probably been a mercenary for what fucking 27, 30 years now? Like, since the fall of the Jedi Order. Yeah, Um, yeah. I'd,
0: I'd say getting close to 30 for sure.
1: Yeah, so like at this point, like who it, it, the the question well, it, is is around like who hired him? Like,
0: I'm I'm guessing it's it's going to be Morgan. Morgan, yeah. Morgan Ellsbeth.
1: Yeah, and and
0: like, the other the other thing is though, like you know, some of the earlier leaks and rumors have hinted that Shin may also kind of have ties to you know the 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 Night Sisters or this you know kind of the Force mat the, the the magical side of the Force. Let's just say yeah. that. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's a that's a great point. Like, why why are, is it truly just for money, or does Balin and Shin kind of have some extra skin in the game for this yeah. Thrawn op?
1: Because now you can look at it as like, okay, like if Balin truly is a mercenary for hire, and he really just is out there, like if he's out there like fucking Boba Fett, like, hey man, it's not personal. Like it's 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 a job. Somebody. Well, paid well that's me. as much
0: as Dead Ray said. Like Dead Ray's comment, he was like. Listen, uh he's not like a Darth Vader where he's just looking to cause pain and destruction, but if you get in his way on a job then you're going to die.
1: Yeah. So like the question then comes up is is like is there like what what are his allegiances? Does he still have like is he like purely just like I'm I'm a mercenary and this is how it goes or is there an opportunity for this guy to be swayed back into a more I don't want to call it like, you know, like come back to the order type of thing. But like to, to just be like, hey, look, man, you know, you don't have to do this. Like there's another life for you out there. Like, is there a possibility for him to switch sides, for him to not just be right, the, like the the bad guy here? Or is he um, too
0: far like like a Darth Maul where it's just yeah, like is they're, just they're like, like so far into that land now that they're not coming back?
1: Exactly. So um just yeah just lots of questions surrounding the motivation i think the initial motivation for this particular like encounter between shin and sabine is probably just like following the footsteps of ahsoka like where was she this is where she was let's see what happens yeah. this person's here Let' gotta cover the tracks and uh and that's kind of like how that'll go um but yeah i mean there's there's a lot of Open questions, and that's how I like it right now. It's just like leave leave some of these questions open for for the show.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, hell, dude, is is Reddit still boycotting? Because if it is, we're we're never gonna have new news anyway. So we'll just have to wait for August twenty three. I don't know if anyone noticed that, but Reddit is on an or, or the subreddits of Reddit are staging an organized boycott of their own site because the site owners are gonna start charging them ridiculous API fees. Thanks to Elon Musk kicking this idea off months ago, that hey, all this shit where our, our where the people come to our platform and create content for us, now we're gonna start charging them to do it because that's a good idea. So they actually, Nick, it was such a well organized boycott that they brought the entire Reddit domain down yesterday. Yeah. It was awesome. Like you couldn't you couldn't use Reddit, and good for them. Yeah, Fuck man. Fuck these I mean- greedy assholes and their APIs and for data like i read one of the most popular subs like the runner he's like if i pay their fees i would have to pay 20 million dollars a year now to run yeah. my sub i'm like fuck these people and yeah. it's musk musk is the one that that put this idea out there and how well is that working for twitter how's Not their how's well. their revenue doing how's their are they growing in in subscribers i i doubt it um it, it's it's odd like no charge other developers for apis maybe but your community i mean fuck off i I just got cut off a Hootsuite today for the you know they've been warning me since february but you gotta pay you gotta pay you gotta pay i'm like i'm not paying you assholes to aggregate my twitter when it's been free for 15 years so yeah see ya (laughs) Ah,
1: yeah man yeah i don't know i mean like but that's the thing is like i've gotten to the point now to where it's like I don't want it like I don't want all the bullshit like I don't I don't yeah. want like the I don't want the the leaks I don't want the information coming from Reddit I don't want the 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 speculation and stuff like I that might,
0: we might I might have to just start doing solo shows and, and eat those grenades <laughs> and then you have to come back when I'm because I mean really let's be real the reason I play in that you know with those fucking sticks of dynamite is because I know it can create content maybe get a cheap click here or there but you're not wrong i mean I, we can always go back to our the rise of skywalker story especially for me it was even worse where you know we we started we we're like hey let's try it it's reddit and it may not be that legit and so we were reading through it reading through it reading through it and then went and watched a movie and i'm like uh oh oh shit oh my god oh fuck i'm an hour in everything's checking out oh my goodness it's all real i've i know this movie already i've seen the whole damn thing nothing hit for me not that tross is any good but it was even big it was an even bigger gut punch like ugh. i knew everything like any of the big moments i already knew because i spoiled it so he is not wrong he is not wrong um, but i don't think i'll be able to stop myself from playing with fire buddy all right uh moving on i think one of the only other new sh- couple new shots featured ahsoka the one nick here she's doing that you know I- i'm a badass bitch walk away from an exploding building thing that happens in in action shows like ahsoka and and this clearly is that old area temple. where she was fighting exactly the right robot where she guy. goes and yeah and as you can see fight one of these morgan's robot soldiers so that was it like like i said there, there wasn't much to really dive into here from this new trailer outside the release date that's locked and loaded so um come what august 23 so you'll have august. to wait a full week to hear us talk about it you know come end august we'll be talking ahsoka breaking it down like we do on the star wars time show Woo-hoo. All right, we got Bango, Be Mad, Bat, Props, Devin, Tanner, welcome, welcome. If you want to join the live stream, don't forget 5p East Tuesdays, youtube.com slash Star Wars time show. Okay, on to the depressing stuff of Star Wars. <laughs> and no, not, not the clickbaity shit. This is, we're not Star Wars theory where we sit here and put out vomit that you know you're going to get clicks from the animals of the internet. You know, he, last week he was shitting on an interview from Leslie Headland, the showrunner of Acolyte in which in 2019 or something. Nick, she's like, Oh yeah. You know, I don't think George Lucas should be the only one to be able to, you know, create star Wars stories. And I'm like, that's a normal statement considering he fucking sold it seven years ago. Yeah. Okay. I mean, at that
1: point he, he one? wasn't the only one making star Wars stories. So one? like, how is that a controversial statement?
0: Yeah. Well, Hey, Welcome to the, the, the YouTube clickbaiters that get 3 million subs and make millions of dollars just putting out grievance culture bullshit about Star Wars. But that, that's it. You're not going to get that over here. As much as I know, that, is, that would generate an, an audience because divisiveness sells these days. The only thing I'm positive about in life is Star Wars. I, I, don't, I don't want to take that from myself, okay? I live a very negative, pessimistic, dark existence, one of the only things outside of my family, my kid, is Star Wars that I can still just kind of always smile and be happy about. So I'm not going to turn that passion into grievance and Fox News, Joe Rogan bullshit just to get some more subs on YouTube, all right? Sorry, that's just how it goes. Fuck people like him and fuck all the idiots that click on that shit and get off on ugh, Uh, transgender woke fucking Leslie I mean it's fucking bullshit I know exactly what he's doing and it's fucking heinous alright and then this shit yesterday with uh, is George Lucas gonna buy back Lucasfilm because of the problems it's like what planet do these people live on and and what idiots are clicking on that shit thinking it's real god damn it fuck all you idiots not you guys or girls listening here the other ones (laughs)
1: Yeah, right. I mean, stuff like that is just like, you know,
0: it's... It's ridiculous, it's annoying. but that, that, it's that, that's what sells, like, man.
1: It's like he's literally... Like, I don't know what his beliefs are. I've never watched a video from Star Wars Theory because I just... Oh, I don't watch... These
0: days, he, it's nothing but grievance shit, man. It's nothing yeah. but... It, think Fox News, but about Star Wars.
1: Yeah, so, like, I just don't get into that kind of stuff. It's just not for me. And, I agree. like, I just don't understand. It's like... If you're like, you're not even creating content about Star Wars, you're creating content that's just hate threads about people. Like, yeah, to get people
0: bitching about Star Wars because that juices the algo. You you know, you get people fighting in the comments. I understand the business. It just that that ain't me. Like if you want me to start doing videos about the creators out there that suck, maybe. okay. but not about Star Wars, not about Star Wars politics, not about Kathleen Kennedy, Lucasfilm, Fuck off. All right. Speaking about Lucasfilm and fucking off, I mean, we got a report today coming out of Variety, Nick, and it's like, hey, the shell games are beginning. I mean, it just feels like a few weeks ago we talked about, like, hey, they locked it in, 2025. We're getting Star Wars. It could be the new Jedi Order, the Rey movie. Well, guess what? It's That's changed. That's been aborted. (laughs) It's been moved. And apparently, Nick, now the... The, uh, the pie-in-the-sky dream for Lucasfilm and, and new Star Wars movies is two, count that right, my friends, two Star Wars movies in 2026 and another in 2027. What say you, my friend? I mean, at this point in time, are we ever going to get a Star Wars movie that's real on a schedule that doesn't change?
1: Uh, I, so to answer that question, I, I do not think that the, win, that the release dates that were released today are the dates that these movies are going to come out. Uh, I don't think that that's a surprise though, considering that we, this is maybe what the sixth, fifth, or sixth time that these movies have changed oh, schedule. Uh, I, I, yeah, dates. I
0: can't even. I can't even count, man. I can't yeah, it's, count. it's
1: like it's gotten up into the point where it's like, okay, yeah, we have another release, we have another delay, or we have another like release date update or something like that and it, like at this point I'm like the movie will come out whatever it comes out I mean as far as we can tell in terms of like reports on in development stuff like we know that uh, the movie that Damon Lindelof was working on he's no longer working right. on and has been given so to somebody S- else to Steven Knights,
0: Stephen Knight's yeah. got that Daisy's attached and yeah, what's so her like, name uh, Char- Charmaine
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't remember her last name, but yeah. Um, so they have a director, they have a writer, but it seems like this movie needs to be pretty drastically rewritten given what we've heard. Yeah. Helen Mirren Ray and all those other crazy stuff, you know, like they're, they're basically going from a story that was written by Lindelof as a 60 year time jump to a 10 year time jump. So like a very big difference in terms of narrative and, and time period. Then we know that the only other movie that we're that we are aware of that is in you could call it active development is um what you call it? is Taika Ytt's mm-hmm. movie in which he has come out and said like I have a really great idea for this movie right. but I just needs don't, a don't know how couple to couple write more it acts. <laughs> yeah it just needs a few more acts to it <laughs> yeah I just need to actually figure out how to write it. So from well, I mean the-
0: technically you got you got Felone and Mangold too right so Yeah I mean those, I co- like, those to are be honest the- with you
1: I completely forgot about James Mangold because at this point Yeah Don of the like, Jedi Yeah like he that's in some process and we know we know exactly what the movie is that Dave's going to be doing so like realistically the two the one that's closest to being finished is Dave's but at this point, you have to wait for all of the content that is linked to it to release yeah. before that movie can come out. Yeah, so and Mando like,
0: season four is definitely going to get delayed at this point because of the strike. So that, that strike. can push that yes. shit back.
1: So that's getting delayed. I mean, like, you could say that these movies were were delayed because of the strike. I really don't think that they were. I think it was just delayed because they're not ready yet. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, 2026, that's three. So, like, we're basically... Th- a little less than three years out from when one of the movies is supposed to May. release. Yeah, one May of them is out. supposed to be May, 2026. So we got three years. Um, And it will be interesting just to see which one that is, because even in this article, it doesn't say which one it is. It just no. says a separate star Wars movie has been pushed from December, 19, 2025 to May 22 2026. So like, well, what is is They're, the they're, they're going to
0: try. Th- th- what they're doing here, they're going back to the solo formula where they were going to show solo in May and then another tent pole in December. And that's yeah. what Bob Iger said ruined Star Wars. So clearly they've learned from their past mistakes. They're still going to try to do a May Star Wars and a December Star Wars in the same year. After. What if we get him out in 26? What are we talking? Almost 10 years since Tross was released. Seven,
1: seven years. Hey, yeah, round up, ten, man. Yeah. It's ten. <laughs> so I mean, out of control. at this point, like I said, it, it does. Like these dates don't mean anything. No, like these yeah, like it's they, all they, they could say there's a Star Wars movie coming out in 2055, and it would make it would mean the same to me as the one in 2026 because I'm like, well, that's not when it's coming out anyway. So like, you, you know, know,
0: to me. The 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 funniest thing about this article is that if it let's just say this fictitious schedule actually plays out and, you know, the strike resolves and then get to business. This is saying that the, the final Avatar movie will be out in 2031, which is, I believe, 22 years after yeah. the release of the original. that is amazing <laughs> yeah i mean james like, cameron for you know galactic overlord 22 years after you start a, tr- a franchise you finish it
1: that's pretty <laughs> that's fucking kick ass. that's pretty crazy uh oh, but yeah man. i mean like in terms of these movies and it, like for those like who don't know the whole thing it's like disney delayed all of their movies not that just star wars movies like they delayed everything They delayed. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude,
0: Deadpool 3's moved around. Uh, The Captain America Brave New World's moved around. I mean, this is Avengers, everything. And and you would have to think, Nick, this is all strike fallout. It, It has to be. I mean, or they just, they are the worst planners on the planet. Like, every producer should be fired if it's not related to the strike. Because that's their job. Their job is to produce, keep things on a schedule, get shit done, hit the date and the fact yeah. that everything's jumbled i mean th- this has to be fallout from the strike
1: yeah i mean i got to imagine that that is that has something to do with it especially considering that like the move like the the shift was only a 6 month shift from a I mean, for Star Wars in particular, it was from a December release to a May release. So it's not like they're pushing this a whole hey, other Avatar year. Avatar
0: 3 is getting the 2025 Star Wars movie slot, at least. You got that to look for. Yeah. I to, mean, to think,
1: I mean, and here's the thing with Avatar, too. Like, Avatar is one of those, like, I mean, it is one of those, like, strike proof ones because James Cameron writes the whole fucking thing. So, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure he writes it. Like, it's, yeah, I don't know if he has. Like, I, I would, dude, guild. I would
0: assume he has all these in the can. Like, I think yeah, he's like, had he, the full thing fleshed out. It just takes him ten years to make a movie because he shoots it underwater in a submarine.
1: Yeah. You know, so, like, like- <laughs> I don't think that the strike is affecting that. But for Star Wars, uh, given the fact that like the the writers are writers guild members and 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 stuff right. like that, I, that probably does have an effect on it. Obviously, that's <sighs> affecting all oh, well. like other Star Wars projects as well. So. Yeah, I mean we'll see. I mean, hopefully the strike ends soon. But uh, I mean, I think that like once, once the like the actors actually start striking, because I know that they've agreed, like they voted to okay a strike, but I don't know if they've started striking yet. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, we'll I I haven't
0: seen. Uh, yeah, we talked about that last week. They're definitely on board, but I don't think they've they've pulled the trigger. It's yeah. just, isn't it weird to think, like, you know, you're an older fan, you, you, you were there with George, you saw the sale, but you got to remember, look, George stopped making movies in 2005. We didn't get the next one until 2015, and it took him selling the franchise to get a new movie. We're, we're essentially looking at a potential, another 10-year gap, and Disney has had the license, they've had plenty of talented people attached to it. What is going on over there? I mean, what is going on?
1: Yeah, I mean there's definitely I mean like and I think the the main issue is is that they they shifted their focus from you know yeah, the, the TV screen, def-
0: I think the TV yeah. def- it was it was TLJ Solo Disney Plus. That's it yeah. right there.
1: I mean, you had such a huge explosion of love for The Mandalorian that was shortly after the debacle that happened with TLJ and everything else after that, so and then at the time, like people were looking at Disney Plus streaming numbers and they're like, "This is the fastest growing streaming service on the planet. Like it's it's catching up to Netflix. It's ca- you're catching losing up to, money.
0: You're not making any money, yeah. but you got lots of subs."
1: Well, that's what happened. Now is like they they were like, <laughs> "Holy shit! The the numbers are going up, up and up." And then they realized like, "Oh, even though these numbers are going up, up and up, the dollars aren't going up, up and up." So. After they saw that like streaming is a very hard venture to make money off of consistently, uh, they were like, "Okay, well, maybe we put money back towards the film wing of things and then it's just hard to do film now. Like, I, I don't think it's as easy to make movies now as it was like, you know, even 10 years ago, even like even when, you know when TFA came out, I think it's just harder. Like, I think it's harder to, well, make I mean, movies. they, they
0: still force everyone to go through COVID protocols. Like it, yeah. it, you, you got to test every day, wear masks every day. That's a huge expense, especially on a big project like a star Wars. Uh, I, maybe they'll stop doing that. Who the fuck knows? But yeah, you, you're not wrong. I mean, the, the whole industry has changed because of streaming COVID. It, it, it blew everything up. Like, Cinema is not cine, cinema anymore. People like yeah. me are always going to go to the theaters, but people that weren't diehard moviegoers before are probably never going now because they can just wait a couple weeks. I mean, shit, Fast X you can watch right now. It's it hasn't even been in theaters more than what a month. Uh, most movies these days they're they're out so you can watch them at home within thirty days or less. The Disney movie, sometimes 40, 45 days. I mean, how Avatar just hit Disney Plus, I think, recently. Ant-Man's on there now.
1: I mean, if you think about it, too, it's like the the numbers just came out. Production costs for Andor, $250 million. Like, that's, that's $250 million for a television show. And for a television show that was probably the least watched Star Wars show out of all of them. Like,
0: yeah, I... I That show, as great as it is, as well done as it was made, that show did not generate two hundred fifty million dollars of revenue. Absolutely not. No, you know why?
1: Because like, when you put two hundred fifty million dollars into a project, you're like, you're you're expecting to make some of that back in like merchandising, or in you know like like something post release that you could like. Still, get a revenue stream from film every and,
0: movie in Serbia. I like that one.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, and Andor didn't have that. So just think so it's $250 million to make Andor, which was the least watched Star Wars show yet. How much do you think it costs to make a movie? Like, it's going to cost you at least that to make the movie. And then when you do a movie, you not only have production costs, you have like much higher marketing costs.
0: Crazy. I mean, dude, a lot of times I've heard a lot of that 250 million is, is marketing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, or, or you'll, or whatever it took to make the movie, you may spend in marketing just to yeah. you so know like, get the word out.
1: You're talking potentially cost you $250 million to make it. It costs you $150 million to market it. That's $400 million that you're in the can before the movie even sees a screen. And then right. you and then at that point you're like well if I don't make 600 700 million dollars I make no money on this movie. Like
0: well dude solo I mean solo I I, I think it would have only made like a couple hundred million to it them made like that was
1: 350 million dollars I think.
0: Complete and utter failure. It was so bad they stopped making Star Wars movies. Yeah. Right? So like they, they made money but it wasn't enough and they're like yeah. fuck it it and ain't worth it
1: so like it's just especially for Star Wars films it's getting to the point of where it's like almost cost prohibitive to just fucking make it like you know that's why people have been complaining about Marvel CGI and shit like that that's why it looks shitty because it's expensive oh God, as fuck to make a movie
0: I can't even convince my little kid to just throw Ant-Man Quantumania on the background she's like no I don't like that one <laughs>
1: We got to finish our
0: rewatch. We got to finish our rewatch. He's like, no, I'd rather watch Avatar for three hours and 15
1: minutes again than that. And like Avatar cost $500 million to make. Like,
0: and it it made a a shit ton. Yeah. it,
1: It had to make what it made to be like, okay, it's profitable enough for me to make another one. Like, it's just like the movie industry has gotten to a point now to where it's cost prohibitive to make anything. That isn't funded by a huge studio. Like that's why you don't see as many indie movies going to theaters anymore. That's why you don't see as many like mid budget films that have like a 60000000 million budget. Like they don't make those movies anymore
0: theaters so, are, are going to be blockbusters only in the next few years like the big stuff the, the, the yeah. transformers the star wars the Marvel you know i'm going the flash this weekend the elementals that type of stuff
1: yeah let me know how the flash is because i've heard a lot of mixed reviews like yeah,
0: um yeah we're, we're going we're going thursday me and the little one uh, she's my my movie buddy it's pg-13 she'll be okay She lives with me, for Christ's sake. I mean, yeah, she's probably she's heard worse in the household. Yeah, it can't get much worse than that.
1: Yeah, I mean, Uh, in terms of Star Wars movies, like I'll be happy when they do come out, but I'm not like holding my breath on any of these release dates, like because there's just no reason for me to. Like, it'll come out when it comes out, and you know, there we go. Maybe by the time it comes out, it will actually be ten years from the last one, so you won't even have to do any aging for Daisy. Daisy will just be ten years older (laughs) than she was.
0: Yeah, I did. I I think. That's what we're headed for. There's no doubt about it. I mean, hell, I've I've heard rumors from unreliable sources that um, Alden may be Han in Dave's movie, dude. Fucking and they may it, like s- they may fucking CG lay or something. So who knows? We'll see.
1: I really do. Like huh. I thought. Like I was a fan of Alden's work in Solo. I think that a lot of people who have come to that movie or watched that movie after its initial run and either like caught it on streaming or caught it on you know yeah, that's watching what Bango's it, saying here.
0: Solo's Solo's legit. It, it is legit. It got fucked. It, it it was it was um I guess like something happening currently. It, it's kind of like what the y'all what the you Qaeda is doing with all this pride stuff. Where, you know, all this shit's been around forever, but it, it's in their focus right now. And because TLJ offended a group of fans, they took it out on solo. And that, that's that's pretty much what happened. Usually the people that bitch about canceling are the ones that do the canceling. And I'm talking to all you... And I love this term. I didn't come up with it. It's fantastic. I, uh, I ask everyone to use it. But the you it's a real thing in this country. Uh, those that kind of subscribe to the southern values you guys are you waste a lot of fucking brain power that's all i'm gonna say i i really don't know what is up with your life that you got to dedicate so much energy to other people's lives it's insane so cracker barrels should should have a lot less traffic you can get bud light wherever you want it target should be less crowded (laughs) thanks to the Yal Qaeda. so have fun people
1: didn't even know cracker like cracker barrel did something? Oh no, they, did. they they
0: pissed off the Yakuza last week. Uh-oh. With they did something Pride, or they said they believe in Pride, and that's enough these days. Now they're <laughs> they're woke, so they're they're woke like Target and everybody else. <laughs> uh, so woke has now moved into if you just even recognize Pride, you're woke now. So okay, yay, yay, thanks Donald no Trump. All right, I I get to if I get too far off the rails and we start pissing people off, I'll get hate mail here. Um, <laughs> There's some good comments right now. We'll leave it at that. All right. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, don't expect any Star Wars movies anytime soon. I, I would not even write down these 2026 dates. It's it's mostly bogus. As I've said recently, until I get a trailer, I, I'm not going to believe it's real. I can even see, like, set picks, set leaks, script leaks. Until I get a trailer, I'm not going to believe it's going to hit a theater.
1: Yeah, no. All right? Yep. Okay. Sorry, everybody.
0: (laughs) This place is fucking nuts. I mean, we we, we literally live in a nutty, nutty country. Okay. Well, speaking of the Al Qaeda, they came after our next segment yesterday. So I'm not crazy. Like, this is the world we live in. Uh, But you know what, Nick? Let's talk a little Star Wars Outlaws from uh, massive Ubisoft and Lucasfilm games. You know what I mean? Yep. Um yep, yep, yep. and and really if I know not every fan that listens to the show is a gamer or every gamer is a Star Wars fan or vice vice versa so you know just just stick with us here bear with us because I I do think this is a title that even if you're not a traditional gamer that you may want to latch into because as someone that's been a fan of the franchise since diapers and has game since someone put an NES or hell an Atari joystick in my hands this has potential to be game-changing for for both genres because nick to start star wars outlaws truly is going to be the first ever open world star wars game it's never been done never been done kotor was not open world it was big it wasn't open you every level was still locked you couldn't really just do whatever you felt like it um but Star Wars Outlaws as as it was presented to us and I've I've seen some of the gaming media cover it it is it is huge it it is Grand Theft Auto Star Wars it is Assassin's Creed Star Wars and if you've listened to the show in the past that's what me and this guy have been on soapboxes for we just want that I don't give a fuck what it is. I don't care if it's a force user, or you, you know, a guy with no pants, uh, you, you know, uh, someone in a wheelchair. We don't fucking care. We just want open world Star Wars. Hell, it was recent as Hogwarts Legacy. I just said, fucking reskin this exact game and just turn Hogwarts into Tatooine or something, and I'd be happy. That's yeah. all we've ever wanted. We, we, we just want to, we, we want to take control of a character. I don't even care if it's me. I don't care if it's a, an existing character, a new character, brand new, whatever I, we We just want to get in and play in the Star Wars Galaxy in a video game format. And that, Nick is what star Wars Star Wars outlaws is promising. all right. So like I said, it's coming from Ubisoft massive and lucasfilm and and really, the best thing about this announcement is it, it's it's a year away. yeah, that um, I don't think people were expecting this game to be this far along to start. But before we just kind of getting into our own opinions, let's get uh I'll kind of drop the synopsis for you. of of what the game is, the official synopsis so, Star Wars Outlaw set to release 2024 for PC PS5, Xbox Series XS experience the first ever open world Star Wars game set between the events of The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi explore distinct planets across the galaxy, both iconic and new risk it all as Kay Vess a scoundrel seeking freedom and the means to start a new life along with her companion Nyx fight, steal, and outwit your Way through the galaxy's crime syndicates as you join the galaxy's most wanted. All right, so there you go. the The star of the game is a female Kves scoundrel joined by Nix, her little animal-looking friend, and a badass-looking BX commando droid. Yeah. Uh, I forget his designation; it's like ND or something like that. Um, but the, you know that that's really all we got. We we got the 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 lead of the game, the general idea of the game a kind of like a, a a cinematic trailer and then we got the gameplay so i've processed it all and uh i'm down like this is like i said man this is it hit all the marks that i've been wanting in this style of video game for star wars
1: yeah i think that this is something that's like gotten me excited for a star wars game again like jedi survivor didn't really move the needle probably not gonna play it Um, But this one is like it gives you the freedom to explore the world of Star Wars unlike we've ever seen before. Like, obviously, there's very like, you know, there's a 10 minute gameplay trailer. There's still a lot for us to learn about this game. There's a lot for us to find out about its mechanics and and what your level of exploration is. Um, But if it lives up to that moniker of like a like a real open world Star Wars game where you can like Hey, I'm on Tatooine, but I, you know, I want to go check out, you know, my Gito or Fallujah or wherever you want to go. And you can like go there, do missions there, come back to Tatooine, continue doing your story missions or whatever, however it is. If like, it's truly that level of freedom, then it it really does kind of check all of the boxes that Matt and I have been talking about for years at this point for a Star Wars game. Um, And I think that setting it, uh, Setting it as a character or having your main character set as a scoundrel and not like some, like a, you know, a, like a Jedi on the run or some force user that's, you know, trying to figure out what their galactic meaning is. I think that this is like, I think a scoundrel is a perfect character p- to play it through because scoundrels and people of that ilk have reasons to jump about the galaxy. They're looking for work. They're looking for scores. They're looking for you know adventure for lack of a better term. And I think that giving you control of a character like a scoundrel is is the perfect way to to, to really like see Star Wars through a new lens. Yeah. Uh so I'm really excited to see like what it looks like. You know, the the next gameplay trailer that we get, you know, hopefully in December or somewhere like that will give us an even more like wide breadth view of, of how this game plays. So I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah. I mean, coverage should only ramp up because I I believe tentatively it's dated for spring of 24. So, I mean, it's, it's less than a year away, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, You are going to have to brush up on your, your consoles though. (laughs) I mean, this, we, we have finally reached a stage, even though you still can't really walk into a store and buy, PS5 or Xbox Series X, uh, the, the devs are no longer backwards compatibility bullshit. So you, you are gonna have to up up your game for this one. And and I'm with you. I mean, give me a second, vamp for a second. My dehumidifier just kicked on.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing about this game is that it, like you can compare it to other games. Like you could even compare it to like Jedi, like you know, Survivor or Jedi. I'm back. Uh, you know, whatever, well, Jedi Fallen Order as in like you can go to different planets, but it's truly like it's that dream of like, hey, man, I I just want to go to this planet and I just want to fucking run around a bit like that's yeah. that's kind of what makes it exciting for me. Right. It's just and, I, I, I want to go there and see what I could get into. It doesn't necessarily have to be the main story. I just want to like go to this planet and, and see what the fuck's going on there. And I think that, that yeah, like, like, you know, you save that
0: save a nest of gun darks. You know yeah. what I mean? Like instead that's of destroying Randy a nest, shit. you're going to, you're going to save some gun darks. You're going to, you know, groom an, an AOP or something like that in a stable. Yes. I just want to do like mundane, stupid Star Wars shit. And Nick, I do think that's why having a, a new character and a non force user, a non known character is key. Um, Because, as you said, you you would be kind of beholden to that person's skill set, powers, and existing canon. You know, if you, you know, let's say you're playing a young Din Djarin, per se, in between Empire and Return. I mean, you're you're still kind of beholden to the story we know, so you probably couldn't... uh, do as much or be as open with that character it, it, the force users we've been there done that obviously not in the open world game but you're still beholden to you couldn't really be a force user gallivanting across the galaxy in between esb and return of the jedi could
1: you? yeah it's just not gonna no. happen it, it <laughs> would
0: like, be as goofy as having cal kestis on coruscant and no one gives a shit i mean yeah. literally a jedi on coruscant fucking with senators and it's just like eh, well he gets away no big deal. I mean, the emperor is literally a block away and Calcestis is fucking off in the heart of the empire. Um uh, You know, let, let's go ahead and, and we're not going to spend any time on this, but it does have to be mentioned these days because of how fucked up mostly uh, men are, white men. Bango nailed it right here. He's joking, by the way. Oh no, not a female lead. How ever shall we cope? And sadly, that is one of the big stories coming out of the star wars outlaws reveals this again this this sect and i i do believe and i hope it is a small sect of of male gamers male star wars fans have just lost their mind over the the fact that they're gonna have to play as a female in cave S in this game like literally like are there no me- some tweet was going around it was viral over this yesterday nick is like are no men left in the galaxy and anyone with a brain listed. Well, um, Jedi survivor just came out two months ago and that starred a guy and that's his second game in a franchise. He'll probably get a third game. You had Andor Mandalorian. They released recently too. And guess what? Kenobi. (laughs) Yeah. Kenobi. Those were led by men. It's just like having, I I really think having Ray be a powerful Jedi fucking broke some of these Star Wars fans like they just they cannot handle a female lead Like it, this game is dead to a lot of them it's woke it's that dreaded woke that they throw out because you're gonna have to with a dick and balls play as a female character I mean who cares that people without dick and balls have had to play with dick and ball characters their entire life so like I mean fuck those people right because it only matters what us white guys need I just, again, it's that, it's the same shit with the, with the other stuff. I don't understand why people waste so much energy on this type of shit. Yeah. Like who gets, I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited to play a female. In fact, over the years when I can choose sex because I'm a creep, a lot of times I'm picking a female. Cyberpunk 2077, my, my main was a chick. And I loved it because I was making out with other women. I was making out with (laughs) dudes. I want to live that type. I want to see what it's like. I like that. I've always been able to play the guy. I like playing a chick. I don't know what that says about me, and I don't give a fuck. It's different. It's different for someone like me who's done nothing but play with people that look like him. It's it's not that
1: big of a deal. I just, I mean, I don't get it. And I think that, like, I think that now companies and developers are just starting to not really react to this anymore. Like when it first started happening, like companies would like put out statements or like they would like talk to their star and be like, Hey, put out a video and be like, Hey, fuck these people. Like we support blah, blah, blah. And I think at at a certain point, they're just like, look, these people are just going to say the stupid shit that they say more than likely the stupid people who are saying the stupid shit are going to buy it anyway and not tell their friends if they bought it because they don't believe in what they're saying they're just like following a crowd of people who are like chanting one thing and they don't know what they're chanting and they're just like it's fun to chant like
0: it's stupid
1: so i mean i'm I'm surprised
0: i I, i'm sure theory had some intelligent things to say i I just like here's
1: here's the thing about star wars theory too like he's gonna shit on this game until the day it comes out and he's gonna fucking buy it and play it like everybody else because star wars theory is just a fucking moron who needs to say things to make himself stay relevant with right. the dwindling audience that he has, which is kind of sad, but you know what? That's how people do their thing. So like, but it is what it is. Like, he, like he'll buy the game. Most of the people who are saying that they're not going to buy the game are going to buy the game, especially when they see reviews come out. And if the reviews are good, they're going to fucking buy it. And like, so f- for me, like, I don't give a shit if it's a dude, if it's a girl, if it's an alien, if it's a f- whatever the fuck it is. Like, you're in Star Wars. You could literally have the the main character be an amorphous blob with no mouth or eyes. And it would still make sense as a main character because you could just say, like, he's a fucking alien. But uh, wh- no like, wh-
0: other sex can be a hero <laughs> but men, Nick.
1: Yeah. So, like, I mean, what I'm... You're
0: taking my manliness away from me.
1: You're grooming like, me. It's just... Crazy, but yeah, I mean, like, what what I really like about this is that if you like, I played the Division a little bit, and that was like, kind that was Massive's other like, for lack of a better term, like massive open world title. Like they they like really threw all they had behind, uh, the Division and the Division Two was very well received games. Um, really took like the open world multiplayer aspect to like a different level that really hadn't been explored at that point in game development at that, at that time. And people really, really enjoyed it. Um, they also have like another, like they have Pandora, that Pandora game for Avatar coming out this year, or is it, is it out now? I think it came out.
0: Um, Um, the one they revealed yesterday.
1: Frontiers of Pandora. So that, yeah, that comes out in December. And that's going to be like another like huge, like open. I'll I'll check that out. I'll check that out. That Open like game. So like this, this company, this studio in particular is like known for their ability to like make huge open world games and make them accessible and really fun. So I'm, I'm super excited to see like now that they have, we're we're
0: getting some, chat here do you think they'll do any multiplayer like a gta online at some point with this
1: i really hope they do i really hope they do because i think that this this type of game is ripe for shit like that especially with this type of character because as like as we know because of shows like the mandalorian and other stuff like that like scoundrels work with other scoundrels like you know there's a big job coming up it's like hey let's let's work with this guy. Let's work with this guy. We've worked together before. We've crossed paths before. Like, we need a crew to put together to do this. And, like, that was kind of, like, even, like, what we're doing with Star Wars D&D, like, that's kind of how this crew of you guys came together. Is like, hey, we we need to do something. We may, We may not have known each other at first, but, like, we're working towards a goal that's kind of, like, going in the same direction. So, hey, let's work together. So, I really... Like, I think that there is opportunity at the very least for this game in particular to be multiplayer. And I think it would be awesome if you did it in like a almost like a like like a similar way to how um, Ghost of Tsushima did theirs, where it's like, hey, get all like get a bunch of people together because this is a mission that requires you to have multiple. Oh, people. I would love so,
0: that. I, ghost multiplayer was, was fantastic. Yeah. I mean. So like,
1: even if it was something like that, where it's like, or like you said, like GTA online, where it's like, Hey, there's a, this heist mission requires five people to do it. So let's fucking get, let's go online or let's like get five friends. And like, we all like line up as our scoundrels and then we fucking go do this mission together. I think that there's a lot of opportunity for Wait, that it, within this kind of,
0: extending your point on scoundrels yeah the, obviously they're going to get mixed up in the underworld bounty hunters other scoundrels but scoundrels can also play with the good guys yeah. and the bad guys so k being a scoundrel should allow players to i would hope come across some big names on either side of the battle at this point in the galaxy remember we're we're in between empire and in R O T J kind of like where the Star Wars comic is right now. Speaking of which, dude, um, at least to me a neat little canon ad in the in the latest Star Wars, uh we we finally learn where Luke snagged his green kyber crystal and he actually makes it himself from a clear crystal by having a vision of Yoda inside of it. So how do you <laughs>
1: what? How do you fucking- like that shit?
0: That's that's where the comics oh. are at these days, pal. <laughs> Oh God. Yeah, I, I heard some people were like commented on my short. Check them out, youtube.com, Star Wars Time Show. Like, uh, I kind of prefer my head canon where Obi-Wan just gave him Qui-Gon's crystal. I'm like, you know, that 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 sounds pretty good too. Um, but yeah, Luca, he met this Dr. Kawada who can talk to Kyber Crystals, and he tried to get him to heal a red one. He transported in it, and in the red one, there's like this. Uh, like throne room of of random people living in Kyber. It was fucking far out. But yeah, so Luke's green Kyber comes from him taking a clear Kyber, having a vision, talking to Yoda in it, the, you know, the whiny Luke Yoda. Kyber, like, oh, but I don't, but you didn't tell me, Yoda. Oh, you're That's- not ready, Luke. Like that type of shit. And as he's doing that, he's in like this trance when he comes out, it's turned green.
1: That is something, I guess. Uh, you know, when you're writing comments, you, you really gotta just make some shit up sometimes. So, Oh, here's a good I one mean, from
0: Bango, Nick, for the game. I'll get, I'll get us back on track. Uh, do you think there'll be any sort of morality meter in this game or does that get left to the wayside?
1: I don't think that they will because in, as far as I'm aware massive has never included anything like that in their games that tends to stray a little bit more towards like rpgs and i don't consider this game an rpg i i would consider it like an open world third person shooter um because then like then you get into like okay well my morality is dark side so can i only like then you get into like, well, can I only go certain places because of the like reputation built up and stuff? Like, I don't think that they'll do that. It, I, it would be interesting if they did, but given their history, I've never seen them include um, morality right. in games similar to this. So I, I don't think that they will. Uh, and I'm I also gonna... don't think that morality works well for this type of character. Yeah, I mean,
0: scoundrel, they're they're morally gray. Yeah, I would say they they
1: work in a morally gray area. Yeah. So, like, it would make more sense to me if you had, like, a, like, if there was an RPG that came out that was, like, An infamy meter,
0: like, how infamous you are across the galaxy.
1: Yeah, like, an infamy meter would be cool. Like, that's similar to, like, your star rating on fucking Grand Theft Auto or something like that. But, Yeah. yeah, like. You know, if you're if you if your infamy meter gets too high or if like the, the heat gets too much on you, then like, oh, yeah, like when you're traveling through sub like sub light travel around planets like, oh, like people start to like come and, you know, try to harry you like they'll try to fucking take you out and then you have to deal with that. I think that could be interesting, but I don't think that like a character morality would fit within this game.
0: Sir Dork's saying IGN did a great interview with the Game Direct and touches on a lot of this, but Sir Dork, that would require us to have media literacy, and we don't believe in that on this show. Watch a okay. video? We're, we're just going to talk out of our ass and make shit up like everyone else does on the internet, and so we'll, we'll see what sticks, you know what I mean? I'm going to address this comment from Devin here because I, I can clarify, I believe, based on my studies in Star Wars lore— Devin's asking, maybe Crimson Dawn is in this, and I'm going to say that's probably going to be a hard no if they follow the the path of the comics, which are canon, because uh, Hidden Empire resolved a few months ago. Hopefully you've been checking them out on my shorts and the recaps and reviews, but Crimson Dawn is no more. Crimson Dawn, um, they actually, I believe they fail even before... Crimson Dawn fails before the fall of the Empire. Uh so they I uh, they fail in between Empire and Jedi. So her her plan to take out the Sith uh, ultimately really gets foiled. Really uh, false. Really by the Knights of Ren, believe it or not. They're they're the ones that kind of put the final linchpin in Kira failing. Uh but she, Crimson Dawn is no more during this time period. Kira is still alive. She's at least alive through the uh, Death of Palpatine because they do kind of go back and flashback. And if anyone remembers, this all started with two hooded figures talking to this Sava lady who worked for Kira. And it's revealed, Nick, that the two figures are Luke and Leia post-Return of the Jedi. So they're both like forced up and all that shit. So Crimson Don Devin, if, if this game is sticking to the canon set forth in the comics, is definitely no more or just about dead when this game's gonna be set
1: I mean there could be there's a lot of crime syndicates out there Black Sun, Black Sun oh yeah for yeah yeah for no everyone. those
0: will be around but you gotta remember Don. they did some shady shit to try to take out Vader and Palpatine and yeah. it, it pretty much cost them so but that's that's why you gotta check us out we we cover those comics where you're getting lore that you'll never know like Luke making green kyber crystals cause he sees Yoda in them and shit yeah, like that,
1: that That was that's something right that's something uh,
0: yeah <laughs> So we got a lot of people here, good good comments here, you know, lots of, we hope it's like GTA, uh, be mad here, what would make sense is a multiple ending type of game, I, I'd imagine it probably has that, isn't that like most games these days have, uh, it seems like have tiered endings depending on what you've done or accomplished. Uh, I don't have that in me anymore. I'm kind of lazy like we discussed earlier. Just give me something to click on and a root marker to follow and I'll love you for life. That's the one thing that will fuck this game up for me. If, if it doesn't make it easy to go find all the shit on the map to do, yeah. it can go eat dicks right now. Okay. Yeah, navigation I, I, is key. I, I do Especially not, in open it, world. And you are right. It, it's an age thing. Uh, Because I saw my my little kid last night. Dude, I think she played Animal Crossing for an hour and a half and and just picked up apples and was having a fucking time of her life. Like, look, Dad, look at all all these bells I made. Uh Uh-oh, looks like I lost Nick. We lost Nick. Can anyone out, can someone hear me in the live stream? Because I know uh, I've been having thunderstorms in my area. Can I get someone in the live stream? Just let me know if we're even live right now. I guess I should look at YouTube. Yeah, looks like we're connected. Anybody there? Where's Nick? (laughs) No! Okay, so I'm I'm still here. Nick definitely dropped off. All right, thank you, Devin and Bango. Thanks, cuz. All right, Nick's definitely having an issue. He's not calling back, so I'm guessing he's dead. Yeah, Nick just got zapped by the Death Star, my friends. Sorry. He just got blasted. We'll see if he joins back in. If not, well, that's that's enough of Nick's voice on episode 266. All right, I'm good. Thanks, everyone, in the live stream. I got you. Yeah, Nick, we'll just have frozen Nick there. It looks like he's getting ready to, to fart or, or drop a Cleveland steamer. So um, we'll see if he calls back in. I'm guessing his internet dropped because he usually calls back right away. Um, so I'll just I'll just continue on. Luckily, we were pretty much done with that segment, anyways, right? We we kicked the tires on that, uh, but just to kind of put a cherry on top. Definitely excited about Outlaws. I think it looks great. It's exactly what I've been asking the universe for, and um, hopefully it pays off. Uh, I will tell you that the the commando droid. I forget his name. Nd bd. It's, I don't think it's bd. That would be stupid, right? But um, he just looks rad. There's some about a commando droid in a trench coat that kicks ass. That is a hot toy figure I'd like to have. Um, I'll be honest, like no problems with Kay. I wish they would have gave her a little bit more of a, a snazzy getup. The the uh, sci-fi jean jacket and like that that late '70s '80s hairstyle. I don't know. I mean, it, it it's something. It's a look. Uh, but I wish they they ratted her up a bit more, R A D, not rat, ratted her up. I'm sure that's a term. So Star Wars Outlaws 2024 for the big boys and girl consoles, get some. All right, let's move on. Poor Nick, I know it just the, the show never feels the same without him. I guess I should switch to solo screen. So solo screen or keep Nick? That's their solo screen. Where we keep my buddy here in memoriam. How's that? I think it'll be like weekend at Bernie's, right? And we can sit there and I'll throw a question to him and I'll be like, I'll answer for him like this or something. How's that? We'll get through the show this way. Okay, so moving on. If Nick's going to quit the show, that was a good segment to quit because it's time for the fan segment. I know it's a short show this week. Probably under two hours, especially now that Nick has uh, become one with the fours. (laughs) Oh, I love this shit. I love when technical stuff happens and you're not in the same studio. It's always cool. It's always cool. Uh, I digress. Let's do it. All right. Time for the fan segment. We do it every week. One of the only podcasts to do this, where we actually dedicate time, words, energy, blood, sweat, and tears to our fans. So um, the way we do this, we do the question of the week, which I... Put the prompt on Instagram at Star Wars Time Show. Just check it out. It's going to be in our stories and in the profile. All you have to do is, A, like our content so the IG algo at least shows you our new post. And then once you see the question of the week, go ahead and drop your thoughts. All right, so let's go ahead and make our switch over to the question of the week. That's one of these. Okay, we'll do that. We'll do this. Of course, that's not working now, too. Now I, now I think Nick is just cursing the show here. Where the hell is my Slack window? Oh, you got to be kidding me. You know, it, it's been a while since we had one of these, so let's have some fun. Let's have, I, I like when we have technical issues. Those diehards have been around since day one. You, you remember the, the tech blunders we used to have? I mean, it, it was pretty much every single show you could count on something breaking. Uh-oh, hold on. I'm getting a call from Skype. This could be him, people. Here he comes. Hold on. He could be coming back. I think. There's the blue S. They coming back. He's back! back. All right. <laughs> well. That was fun. Because, you, dude, you just stayed frozen there. So I just kept talking like it was weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> but I, I vamped enough. He's back, people! You did it! You, you, you know, you put enough positive vibes out there. People are like, "Come back to the light, Nick! Come back!"
1: <laughs> it was uh, so Spectrum uh, is the uh, only internet provider in our neighborhood right now. So, uh, you know, yeah, maybe it's Spectrum. You know, it, you know,
0: it's funny, dude. Um, in in my neighborhood, Spectrum always stays up. Breeze line always goes down, and I'm on Breeze line, so you just you never know. Crazy. You never know how your monopoly is going to work with the Last time ISP. I
1: had, uh or my <laughs> my last internet at the last house was AT and T, and we never really had a problem with. It. But uh <laughs>
0: that was great. Uh, so, uh, anyways, I I, I kind of just put my final thought on Outlaws. I don't know if you have a, a yeah, final statement, I mean, but we're about to get into fan final, segment here.
1: Final thoughts on Outlaws. Uh I'm super excited. I am. Uh, I'm looking forward to it because like we said this whole time, like it's the first foray that star Wars is taking into like a truly open world game where, you know, everything is at your disposal. Like everything that you want to do, all the places that you want to see, obviously within certain limits is available to you. So I'm really excited to see where it goes. And I think it's in the hands of a studio that has like really put out content and other games that fit this same bill in a in a positive way. So I'm I'm excited for both uh you know what is possible. You you
0: said these, these they're the division people. The division,
1: yeah, the division 1 and 2 which is like if you've ever played those games before like I said initially like that's really the first like the division is really like the first console like truly open world multiplayer console game that had released in that era. Um, I mean there you know you could did it
0: Nick did it have like a a a focused single player campaign or was it all the open multi type of stuff. I
1: think that the division one was was almost solely focused on like the open world multiplayer aspect of things whereas the division two I think did have a story campaign to
0: it. And and I think I mean just based on the synopsis and, and what we've seen it's it sounds like Outlaws is definitely story focused but set in an open world I mean it sounds like she's going to be given an opportunity to change her scoundrel life like a, a the biggest heist ever in the outer rim she's essentially going to be presented that opportunity by that guy in the trailer that let's let's not you know beat around the bush i mean he looked just like kyle fucking katarn <laughs> I, I, right dude i mean he's wearing the fucking beige shirt with the with the leather shoulder patches when i saw I was like is that fucking katarn but it's, it's, it's clearly not. I I just like, man, they, they took some license there, dude. I mean,
1: they're they're definitely, right. am
0: I wrong? I mean, it's like dead on Kyle Katarn at least the way he looks in, in Swago. I mean, it's dead on.
1: They threw some fan service out there for sure. Um, But yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I'm excited for it. So I, I, uh, I can't wait to see more from the gameplay. I can't wait to see like, what I really want to see is like planetary selection. Like how many planets can we go to? Yeah, uh, and,
0: and they said it's new, and, and and based on the gameplay, dude, it seems everything's seamless. Like, I, I saw a, a section where she's kind of in a bar playing cards, and she gets caught. And it's like, warning, warning, warning. She runs out of the bar, jumps into her fucking ship, takes off, no loads, right into space, starts, like, shooting at ships that are coming after her. So it seems everything's, like, fucking real time. There's no, oh, I gotta go to the... You know the hollow map to pick it, and then it flies me there. It's like, all right, if you want to fucking fly to Tatooine, it, it almost looks like you can just take off and go. So, like uh, it. kind of like the, the OG Battlefront Two, right? Like not not Battlefront Two, but Battlefront Two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you could be fighting on the ground, then it's like, oh fuck, I'm gonna yeah, go like, take okay, off yeah. and, and land on a ship. Yeah.
1: Go so. on the ship, kill everybody on the ship, hop on the ship, hop on your starfighter, go back down to the to the planet again. So, yeah, man, yeah, I mean, it, it I mean like, I, I'm I'm super excited for it. I think there's a lot of possible. Although at this
0: in point RPG. in time, now I want a Star Wars game that's like Diablo 4.
1: <laughs> in, <laughs> you know, an action RPG. Hack and yeah.
0: slash. Yeah, hack and slash like, action RPG. Hey.
1: The thing is with the Star Wars license, man, is, like, the Star Wars license allows for so many different game types to be made. Like, there's so many different game types that you can... Yeah, I mean, it, and,
0: and look what EA did. They did so many amazing things with it. They made Star Wars: Galaxy of Heroes, uh, Battlefront Two, Battlefront and, One, and One, and Squadrons. Yeah, yeah. Look at all those different types of games they did. You, you're not wrong. Build I mean, it's it. like, come on, people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it sounds like Massive kind of took that challenge and, and ran with it. At least on paper. I, I mean, this sounds as as fresh as we've ever gotten. In, in, in the form of a Star Wars video game. Good shit. Yes, be mad. We all need fast travel, but it is cool that you can just take off and, and go the space. Maybe, there, like, in open fights.
1: world games, there usually are fast travel points, so I imagine I that so. some, so. like, like probably, like, planetary, like, little save points or checkpoints dude,
0: I hate to go back to Diablo, but I was playing with a higher level dude who obviously had more waypoints unlocked than me. And I wasn't at a waypoint, so I couldn't go to his portal to just take me to him. And I I had to walk the map for like 10 minutes. Yeah, I'm like, OK, I'm coming to the world event, buddy. I'm I'll almost get there, there hopefully before it's over. I'm like, dude, dude, do, dude. My guy, he's like a big, fat, rotund druid. He's like, <laughs> it's like I ran halfway across the continent to get there. I get there right at the end of the event, but I got, got all the rewards and credits. So who fucking cares? Well, <laughs> who fucking cares? <laughs> speaking of female the only reason i didn't pick a female druid is because she looks just like the man so i was like i might as well might as well go with the big swinging dick on this one I did a
1: dude for the druid i did a uh girl for the rogue and i did a girl for the necromancer and when i make my barbarian i will also say man
0: i I mean the, the the female druid looks like that I forget her name, but it's the heavyset lady in Jabba's cantina oh, yeah. who's, who's trying to dance with Ula. You yeah, know, yeah. Like she's got all those brown rolls that that's pretty much what the female druid looks like. All right. Anyways, uh, we, we were getting into the fan segment before my friend resuscitated himself, came back from death. He uh, he, he had enough of his corporeal life. He's like, fuck it. I, I like my meat. Uh, So, Nick, we're we're right into the question, and and lo and behold, as we typically do, we try to theme the question around one of the topics we're going to be discussing live on the show. So this week's question, what are your thoughts on the new Star Wars Outlaws game? Excited, grumpy, Outlaws for life. Uh, This one did not uh, light a fire in the community like last week's Order 66 did. And I have to say, and I I love the guy, press pause wrote uh, like a dissertation on Order 66 based on our discussion last week, and he, he sent it in in Instagram DMs, and I just love it. I mean, Connor, he's, <laughs> he's very well thought out, and he's just like this, but what about this and this and this and this and this and this and this? And I'm like, yeah, it all sounds good, but I really think it just comes down to the fact that George Lucas started in the middle and had to <laughs> account for the beginning and the end after the fact. Yeah. There's a lot of people do the, like trying to to do gymnastics about Yoda's line and and Yoda's sitting around and, and Nick specifically saying like if there's all these good guys out there why weren't they doing anything? Uh, so we love we love it. I love you. I love your Press pause. <laughs> uh, but this one th- this one did not get people started. I I kind of thought I might get some of the haters to juice the algo, but that they, they didn't even want to get involved. So. I grabbed them all, Nick. A lot of them are quick. Uh, I'll start with the story as usual. This one comes from our boy Rippick. Great little shot today, by the way, from Rippick. He has the Skywalker twins working with Ahsoka. Uh, pretty sweet little uh, dream scene there. But here we go Rippick. I'm not a gamer, but the trailer looked awesome. CD vibes during the OT timeline sounds dope. Only thing is, the main character is a girl, and that means it'll be awful. Ha 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 Just kidding. Oh, boo-hoo, the main character doesn't have a wiener. What the hell? Really, though, the trailer looks sick. And again, not a gamer myself, but hopefully they put out some comics and figures from this property.
1: Yeah, the figures right. will be interesting because they're, I think they're, I mean... There are Cal Kestis figures, so yeah, we'll they they
0: made Cal figures. That's it. They don't. They're not like a seer. Or I mean, I guess a, there's a Revan figures. You know,
1: there's Revan figures. Yeah, so like that's yep. from video games.
0: Actually, Nick, they're they're just gonna finish that line. All these l- years later, I think Malik is releasing. Revan's been out. They're releasing at least Light Side Bastilla. I don't know if they're doing Dark Side Bastilla, but yeah, they they finally got there. It's only twenty years <laughs> yeah. later, but we got them uh okay moving on
1: there you go go ahead take these from here so this is scion xdc he says looks pretty good has me hyped enough to consider getting a new gen console to play but i'll make a final decision on that when there's a trailer with some gameplay in it well i guess he uh didn't see the gameplay trailer that came out after the the world premiere trailer i'd hate to have the same excited feeling for when fallen order was first announced and then that disappointment with the actual gameplay. Hey, uh, I know it wasn't, it was 10 minutes, and it it is kind of like an over-the-shoulder, third-person open world, but you did get a little bit of gameplay. It does not look like the gun weighs a 1,000 pounds, which is good. Um, So hopefully Kay will not have any issues picking it up and aiming at people while she fires.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like she's like it's pulling a sledge out of her belt. And every time she shoots it, she falls over. Yeah, Yeah. Fuck you, cow. Uh, Although I like you a little bit more now. Good stuff
1: from Scion. Next up Nova Toymation says it looks pretty damn good so far. This might be the game that pushes me over the edge to buy a PS five. Finally. Hey, I mean, like Matt said, and I think that like we, we may have like, I've definitely had discussions around this, during previous console generation jumps, but like this cross generational, like gap has been way longer than I expected it to be. Like, usually you get like a year of, all right, PS PS5's out. So everything from Pete, like everything for PS five that releases is also going to come out on PS four. And they usually fucking cut you off, but this one has lasted way longer than a year. So,
0: I mean, dude, ha- th- these have been at uh, what four years at this
1: point. I think so. I mean,
0: i think they came out 2019 or or close to it yeah i mean i it's just and i've read i mean dude, so it's
1: been three it launched ps5 launched november 12th 2020 so almost three years
0: yeah which is nuts because typically in the past at this point in time we we would have had the the step hardware would have come out like yeah ps5 elite or Xbox Series X2. Yeah. Where, where they, you know, there's a slight improvement or they reduce the form factor a bit. And I actually, I read something, I think it was from Xbox. They're like, listen, we're probably not doing that this time. We're, we're good with the hardware as is. Yeah. We're, we're not really looking towards a step well, release like these, in this generation. Maybe Sony's the same. Yeah, I mean,
1: well, these gen consoles are like already built to support 8K 30 FPS. And like... Who the fuck has an 8K TV? Nobody. I don't even think that there's like like there are definitely 8K TVs out there to buy if you're like like really fucking rich, but like there you haven't even maxed out the capability of these consoles yet in terms of like readily available uh like hardware in people's homes. So uh I yep. don't imagine that they're going to be doing like a PS5 Pro or an Xbox
0: yeah, I, I just—it
1: it seems useless at this point.
0: I, I mean, dude, you're you, obviously you PC games, you, you can build the max, but even with that capability, at this point in your gaming career, do you really buy games or when you're playing games, just focus on the graphics anymore? Like to me, it's it graphics mean nothing anymore. It's
1: really like when it, I was
0: little, yeah, that all we ever wanted was when we were in the bit era. It was like I can't wait till I can play a game and they actually look like people. Yeah. While well, we're fucking here. And it, like, I don't care anymore. Like, I just want the game to work and not be full of bugs. Yeah, and I mean, be like, fun.
1: I did like I'll do upgrades on my PC like once every three, four years, probably like, OK, like three or four years. And usually that's because like I'm get that's when I start to get to the point. It's like if I want to play a new game on PC, then it's like, OK, well, my hardware is not allowing me to play it like on even like. Not even ultra, but like I can't play it on high. I have to play it on like medium or low. And then that's when I'm like, okay, well, I need to do a small Well that that
0: that toggles all performance, right? That's that's not
1: just graphical. I mean yeah, that that's like your you know, your CPU comes into it, how much RAM you yeah. comes.
0: Yeah, see, I'm I I guess my point is as long as a game is performing yeah. well, I'm not so concerned about visuals. Like I'm not lo- like, oh my god, this is the best. And it's weird because, like I said, as as a, you know, a gamer at the dawn of home gaming, that's all you ever dreamed of is, man, I can't wait till this looks better than fucking pixel art. Yeah. Now it's and like we've been beyond that for years now. Now I just like I just want it to be a fun experience. Yeah, it's it's like, really all. I, now I don't it's give like, a fuck okay, what it c- looks like. Can
1: I see every chin hair? No. OK. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's
1: like that's what it's getting. <laughs> Look, to.
0: there's a ray of light. There's a ray of light right there. Yeah. It's like I don't fucking so like, care, man. I, I mean, like, like this ray tracing and this and that. I don't
1: fucking give a shit. It, it gets wild. I really don't. But yeah, I mean, it's all right. You sh- if you if you do play video games, I think it's it's time now for you to upgrade to PS5 or Xbox Series. Yeah, yeah.
0: consoles for life, man. No one needs to think. <laughs> no one needs to install patches or drivers. Just stick to download it and go. That's why I like consoles. Almost zero thought
1: uh johnny osage und, uh johnny osage av for those of you out there who need to know his full tag uh good friend of the show was on the show he says it looks great makes me want to retire the old 2600 and get a new console for those of you out there who don't know to 2600 is atari 2600 old 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 school um atari doesn't even make consoles anymore atari barely makes games anymore And it's okay to play as a female, guys. Back in the day, there was a little game called Tomb Raider, and nobody had a problem with that. That's because in Tomb Raider, she had
0: big, big tits. She had
1: big old triangle shaped (laughs) boobies, and everybody (laughs) was into it.
0: That's right. The old. The OG cone tips, yeah. yeah, like a lot of people forget that the the polygon art days of gaming. I mean, it, it was a, it was a thing, dude. Oh, I yeah. mean, it was a thing. Cloud Stripe, there's a reason his hair looks like that. That's
1: how they had because all do. they
0: could use are fucking triangles. Yeah,
1: that's how. That's how. Like, I mean, triangles are still like the 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 mode or like the. uh the like the polygonal shape that's used to make everything—it's still made in triangles. Oh yeah, but, but it's, it's so smooth down. Yeah, now. now you, you can't, can't tell. tell. You. <laughs> like now you can. Before yeah. it was like one boob was a triangle, the other boob was a triangle, and that's how much you could do. You couldn't use multiple <laughs> triangles to 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 make it like round. You couldn't make Miss a face round. Tits. Every face was squarish. Yeah. So tent tits. Oh gosh.
0: Oh boy. The good stuff there right. from
1: Johnny Osage. Uh, next up tones 1138 we love tones uh he says totally hype for this
0: <laughs> i like when he uses emojis i can't wait
1: oh yeah at the bottom i'm not i don't even know how i'm gonna say this <laughs> he says totally hype for this not sure it's total open world like gta possibly more like tomb raider or assassin's creed but it looks absolutely incredible as for the fan dumb d-u-m-b crying about it being a female character fuck off bet you played tomb raider didn't cry like a oh, bitch a lot of people bring it up to tomb raider <laughs> I mean, they are right. Tomb Raider was yeah. like the OG, like female hero, like heroine in gaming. Like that was Laura Croft. Um, just give up on Star Wars, you moany, twisty fox. It's Star Wars. It's new content. You haven't played it yet, but you're bawling like a baby. Go into a dark cupboard and have an angry wank. Then reassess your life.
0: <laughs> I love wank. Then
1: go find a, fra- a new franchise to cry over dicks and then he gives you a the middle finger emoji he gives you the fist emoji and then three squirts of water emoji boom
0: I, I, yeah is that like jerking off or something Maybe i that's don't know i like crying enough.
1: tears there we go <laughs> um <laughs> uh,
0: i love it uh, i
1: love it nice 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 good uh, shit from Tom.
0: humans yelling at other humans is sometimes the most fun thing ever Sorry. especially when it's not you <laughs> being yelled at or yelling.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Oh, man. Lirect uh, Historical Legion says, or lurked L-E-R-C-T. Oh, that's
0: right. So Hold on, Nick. Samus. Literally, she's the OG. I mean, oh, Sam, way oh, back yeah. in but, the 80s. Well, I
1: will say that, like, people didn't know Samus was a woman until the third game, right? Like,
0: it, Well, yeah. The, these days, like, if that happened, these idiots, oh, they They get their phone, they take their Nintendo outside, and they'd they, light it on fire. Yeah, they would, they would oh, break. never. Nintendo's gone. Whoa. Metroid's gone whoa. All their ball is gay.
1: Yeah. So yes, good call though. Samus (laughs) was the OG. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, lurked historical legion says excited. I enjoy non-force centric Star Wars as much as I do with force wielders. It's all about balance. All right. All right. And then uh, your good buddy Eku Rory says only if it has Jar Jar. Uh, I'm pretty sure, Rory, that at this point Jar Jar is dead, so he would have to be a—he's yeah,
0: he's, he's dead or turning tricks yeah. on the streets of Mos Eisley. So
1: we'll see. Maybe you can—you'll pass him uh, one day when you're just strolling down the street as like a a peddler. Uh, but
0: yeah. Oh man, that's always fun. I—I I really I, one of these days I just want to do the question a week for two hours straight. I just—I <laughs> wish we could get more responses. Like to me, I think a fun show, I I don't think you would like it, but it would be to just read shitty Star Wars comments for like 30 minutes on, on other, you know, people's posts. I think that'd be fun. Kind of like, you know, the the Kim on them used to do angry tweets where you just read shit out and kind of have a laugh.
1: (laughs) That could be fun. That could be fun. I have seen stuff like that. It's like the person, like, like, like it would almost be like if we can get a guest on. Like if we were if like if we did it with Nick Gallard, it's like okay, Nick, what we want to have you do now is read all of the shitty things that people said about the combat exactly in in the prequel trilogy. Yeah, how how
0: bad you suck at whatever. He'd probably find. Remember, I had to self-admit to him that I was one of those assholes live during the interview, but. (laughs) I was like all right Mr. Gillard, you you've you've corrected my stupid thing And thinking, then when he sorry. like
1: actually explained it like when he like stood up and like broke down the fluidity yeah, of movement he, in dude, it, you're he, like okay well, I can't fucking offense. argue like, with it now <laughs> like
0: Yeah that was the best dude you got if you're new here we we uh, interviewed Nick Gillard, the 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 stunt coordinator for the prequels shit probably 2 years ago 3 years ago at this point and he was a peach. He's fantastic. He loved us. So he opened up. We got some great stuff out of him that other sites have covered since then I've gotten massive followings and views. But hey, we were the first. He kicks ass. He really did. <laughs> he put me in my place. I was like, you know, the, he's like, oh, yeah, really? Yeah. That's why I did it. You. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're right. Okay. I'll shut like, the okay, fuck up. Okay.
1: You are an expert, and I am not. Yeah. So <laughs> I see yeah, 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 your yeah, point. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it it is fun to do shit like that. And like, just kind of, I mean, like we, we typically poke fun at people for their opinions on this show. Whenever like stuff like that comes up, especially this time with star Wars theory, because he's a weird incel guy, but like, um, yeah, I mean, like, it's always, and I'm sure people do it with us, too. I'm sure if people, like, listen to us and they don't agree with us, they make fun of us for it. And you should. You should always make fun of well, people hey, for that, their opinions. Th-
0: that's the benefit of having zero audience. Yeah. <laughs> no one hears it anyways. <laughs> I could sit here and say whatever I want. And no gonna one's going to know. But, like, but about 100 people. Yeah,
1: so, uh, anyway, uh. thank you all for, for <laughs> participating in this week's question of the week. Uh, Obviously, not a ton of Star Wars going on now, but it's good to see that some people out there are excited for outlaws, even though there is a lady at the helm. How could she even fly a ship? Everybody knows that women can't drive, right? Boom. Right. Uh, So. Ho! She should be in the kitchen making blue milk! Ho! All right. (laughs) So now we're moving on into the top five Star Wars fan artist features of the week. Uh, If you want to get involved in this little segment here, make sure to tag us at Star Wars Time Show on Instagram. If you post any Star Wars art uh, and then add the hashtag Star Wars Time Show on your little uh, post as well, because that hashtag usage is creeping up. Uh, So, Um,
0: oh, yeah, real quick note on the hashtags. If anyone's noticed, Instagram (coughs) has changed that again. If you follow or search a hashtag now and then, all you can see are top posts or recent top posts. Recent is gone. So we still want you using the hashtag, but literally at this point, if you don't do ad tag Star Wars time show, we're probably not going to see it. Yeah. Instagram, they're doing their damnedest to destroy hashtags in general.
1: Yeah. they're Everybody's doing the best that they can to destroy organic reach or any way for you to build organic presence. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. They're, it's pay to play now, baby. Uh,
0: I just can't wait to... Yeah, I can't wait to Instagram is now like, oh, by the way, everyone needs to pay API fees now. Doesn't matter. And then bye-bye top five. <laughs> that goes i ain't paying shit yeah we're, you, you we're should not see gonna how much pay. how much tech i've peeled out of my life because of these new hey let's start charging you programs like all right okay i have just fun won't with that. use see it see ya. then goodbye yeah, it's like oh oh no i i'm not gonna stare at fucking aggregated twitter now i mean i'm gonna get my life back in fact shit <laughs> it's gonna be healthy for me that hootsuite's gone yeah.
1: All right, uh, well, all
0: right, dude, let, let, dude, let's talk about some of this art. We're
1: going to kick this week off with at DarkScythe underscore 25 on Instagram. And I got to tell you right off the bat, I was scrolling through the feed and I was like, oh, look, here's a good Sir Dork one making the top five. Oh, and I opened this up and that. I was like, this is Sir not Durk's Sir Dork. This is Scythe. And I got to say, he did a fantastic job of like taking the style that Jared is so well known for and, and like really putting good work behind it i mean you have incredible bokeh in the shot which is obviously jared's thing like jared is known for that dark scythe pulled it off incredibly well good use of smoke for for the atmosphere good use of like background layering characters uh so i like overall like i was super i opened up i was like here we go jared's hitting it again and it was at dark scythe underscore 25
0: that that's awesome i um i wonder if jared's still here because i mean let's be real Jared is the leader of toy photography and teaching people how to do it. I mean, the guy's YouTube channel, Nick, you know, he lost it, got it back. And I think in the just the short few months he's had it back, he's added like 30,000 new subs to it. I mean, he's up to like 44K subs. Uh, he, he does lives every week. He does great tutorials every week, unboxing. I mean, Sir Dork is the dude to go to. If you want to learn how to do this shit and make them look, you know, uh, popping off like this one. Yeah, here. no,
1: I mean, in, so, if you look, uh, at hopefully
0: Jared's here to hear that comparison. Hopefully Dark Scythe heard that comparison, because i tell you what, I know you will make people's day when you say that th- their work reminds you of the door. Oh, yeah. No I mean,
1: if it. you look at like one of his if you go to Dark Scythe's page, the shot before this one that he put out was a was a cat in like star wars like you know it's like a cat messing with star wars figures so i'm almost sure that he has watched at least seen jared's Uh work if not watched some of his videos because that is also something that that jared is is good for is incorporating his cats into his scenes so
0: well i tried to click on his page and we have sorry this page isn't available Uh, so
1: moving on moving on so at darkscythe underscore 25 on Instagram. Make sure to give them a follow. Awesome stuff. Uh, next up is a fantastic piece of art from at Savvy Art on Instagram, S-A-V-V-Y-Y-A-R-T on Instagram. Uh, and she has shown us a great representation of three generations of of Star Wars women and their three droids along with them. So Love it. Uh, what we see up first or at the top of the image is... Good old A New Hope, Leia uh, giving uh, the the data disc to R two D two, like we see in the very beginning of the movie when they're on the Tantive four. Beautiful scene. Right below her is Hera and Chopper, the uh, the duo from Star Wars Rebels. For those of you out there who haven't seen it, and then at the bottom of the shot we see Ray and BB eight. Uh, it's just an awesome like. You know, it's not necessarily like, you know, parentage generational, but it is like a generational look through Star Wars through their like female heroines and the droids that accompanied them on their journeys. Um, So I really love this composition and the way that that Savvy put it together.
0: Yeah, dude. I mean, Savvy continues to never disappoint. I actually she did a fan ass tastic reel probably a month ago where she channeled shit man it must have been 10 or 12 star wars female characters and and kind of reenacted a scene using their voice as a dub and i usually like remix that type of shit because i think it's fantastic i want more people to see it but she's just awesome she's a she's one of those star wars fans and i don't know her from shit outside of what she puts out on social media but she loves it and she looks like she lives in it every day enjoys it has a a community to kind of share that love with and she produces just great content on social media including this piece right here and you know we talked about before her style is it kind of has that disney feel to it we wonder why she's not making jillions of dollars not that artists make any money and probably will make even less now because of ai Uh, but yeah she's she's kick-ass and this i i I love when she does these kind of retrospectives uh, pairing, pairing the, the 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 parallels of Star Wars, George's thing, throughout the the various trilogies and decades of the franchise. Yeah. She's, she's she's a gem.
1: Beautiful, beautiful work, at Savvy Art on Instagram. Make sure to follow. Next up, this is at one six underscore lovers, and it's just an awesome portrait of Darth Vader. Uh, I mean, sometimes that's all you need, baby. It's because you know Vader looks. Incredible. Uh the way that, that uh one six lovers pose him is definitely reminiscent of seeing him in Empire Strikes Back when he whips out his lightsaber for the first time when he's fighting his son. Um and I just think that like the the background dio that he I don't know if that's a dio or if this is just like straight digirs. Oh, it's, it's, it's it's
0: digi yeah. it's definitely digi
1: Um, but he just did a great job capturing the visage of of Darth Vader a la esb especially in if you scroll through this post like that last post where he's got that fist up when he's talking to luke uh on on like the bridge uh over the, the yeah. chasm i mean like he just really like channels <sighs> esb just, vader perfectly in this yeah series. i mean
0: dude, i'm on that shot and i'm just staring at him and like i love this character like i just i fucking love this guy because of that look at him how could you not love this guy? Yeah, he's, he's fucking crazy and he's a psycho. But Darth Vader, hot damn. What a pimp. What me. a pimp. I mean, the, the, the coolest looking character in all of cinema to this day. Fucking fantastic. That helmet, the face mask. I mean, what 1-6 what Lovers is doing here, my friends, is, is showing you how amazing these hot toys truly look. Especially if you throw some light on them. Pose them a bit. I mean, it, it really does look like we're, we're we're working with movie, you know, props here. It's just, it, it's amazing. I love this character. Love the shots. Love this figure. One of my favorite figures in the collection. Oh,
1: beautiful stuff. My cat just brought me a kill, Ellie. She just brought me a kill. No shit. Yeah, she does. Like, we what have you get, little toys. What'd she get? Uh, So this is what she brought me. Oh,
0: okay. I, I thought you like you, you guys have fucking now, rats or something. No, like she
1: she has like a bunch of little toys. She brought me this. Oh,
0: yeah. No, it, my my cats do too. I wish he brought him my boy cat. He's I think he's celebrating pride this month, but he has uh, Charlie has this headband that has uh, rainbow uh, colored feathers on yeah. you know how cats are with feathers uh-huh. right Yep. so he goes in a room and that just like yours did that he will he will prance his little happy ass down here and drop it and just be like yeah hello That's, look what i did aren't i awesome <laughs> come pet me every <laughs> you know? time she does it too
1: she'll like i can hear her in the house because she'll do that like oh yeah meow, meow, meow. right
0: and she's, she's like, like look
1: what i did mother yeah she like walks up to me and she drops it right by me i'm like, thank you ellie <laughs>
0: I love cats, man. I fucking love that. I mean, I just, she really is. She's like human. You've had enough. Recognize me. I've just brought you food. (laughs) Please touch me. I mean, that's all she's doing. It's fantastic. All (laughs) right. We're going little lady. We're going. All All right. right. We're almost
1: done. We're at number four in the top five here. And this one goes to at KT underscore collected. So we just had Vader and now we get Vader's grandson, Kylo Ren. Uh say what you will about the the uh sequel trilogy. I still think that Kylo Ren is one, a cool looking character, and two, just a cool character in general. And this one kind of captures that that same visage uh that we saw with Vader, except it's with Kylo in his full TFA get up gear. He's got the hood, he's got the uh the the unstable lightsaber whipped out behind him, and you can see. Uh, I think that this is a digirama actually placing him within episode nine, the, the hust out yep. shell of the old desktop. You
0: nailed it, dude. Look, Nick's becoming a pro at breaking down toy photography. That is 100% correct. And yeah. hey, you know, I'm just looking at this again. I'm like, I wish Kylo just stayed in this get up. I mean, I know that uh, apparently the story behind the the big costume change after TFA is Ryan Johnson's like, yo, the driver's a great actor. I don't want to have him fucking locked in a helmet the the whole movie. So that's why you, you kind of have the smashing of the helmet. And then JJ's like, well, that was my helmet. Yeah. It's coming back and tross. But I, I still contend, Nick, that that Kylo Ren was at his best, his most Vader like in TFA with the with the raggedy, you know, cloth get up and, and the hood over the helmet. Look, I agree. That, that's where he he looked his best. I agree.
1: I agree 100 percent. And hey, he looks badass yeah. here. And at kt underscore collected did a great job of capturing some. a badass and, and Star
0: dude. Wars. That's that's just a black series figure. Like that's not a hot toy. That's just that's one of the little six inches. So Killer. great great close up of a tiny figure. Good
1: shit. At kt underscore collected. Give him a fuck. And then last up in this week's crossover. top five, it's a crossover shot. It's a crossover shot from one of our our favorite fans. Somebody that you brought up last week as somebody who's really been stepping their game up. And you can see uh-huh, it here. Uh-huh. This is at Action Figure Snaps on the Instagram. And what we see is our good friend. You
0: know, Nick, we, we said all that nice stuff and still didn't get any new shirts. So, you're I don't extorting
1: know. this guy at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you're just shaming him publicly. Adrian, Adrian, you don't have to do any of that. <laughs> Uh, also if you do my address has changed Uh, um yeah yeah yeah. look at nick
0: he's like hey hit me up let me let me get you that new austin Addy here bro (laughs)
1: um
0: but i soak is coming up nick come on Uh, i was just wearing my my blue
1: obi-wan shirt the other day that shirt is like super comfortable um Uh, so anyways let's honor his work let's talk about adrian's work here so that
0: efficient for free shit
1: Adrian has given us an awesome crossover shot between Star Wars and Power Rangers. Space Power Rangers. See, like, I've never seen Space Power Rangers. I knew it was a Power Ranger. Me neither, but I
0: read his caption, so I'm in the know. I'm in (laughs) the know. There you go.
1: Um, But what we see is uh, Boba Fett. This is like old school Boba Fett. not None of that new Boba Fett shit that everybody hates, apparently. Uh, Old school Boba Fett uh, giving chase to the Red Ranger, who when I was a kid was Tommy... And who is in Space Power Rangers, I don't know. But he's chasing down the red Space Power Ranger, using his jetpack, shooting off his, uh, his what is it, wrist-mounted? I mean, he's shooting off some of his guns, but he also looks like he's about to shoot a, a wrist-mounted rocket at this dude. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: He's not messing yeah, around. Yeah, not messing I mean, he, around. He, uh, he didn't bring a sword to a gunfight. He's got flamethrowers, oh, bazookas, yeah. rockets. You He's name got it.
1: everything. It's just an awesome action shot here from action figure snaps. Like the the sand particles kicking up from the laser bolt uh, impacts on the ground are great. The posing, all practical.
0: I saw him blown with a straw. Crazy. I've, I've seen it. Good Checked shit. It out.
1: Uh, the posing of the Red Power Ranger is great. The posing of Boba Fett's great. I mean, honestly, all around, just a top-notch shot from. Yeah, see, I I told you.
0: I mean, he's he's like leaps and bounds beyond where he started, which just goes to show the 10,000 hours thing is no bullshit. Uh I just I cash my hours out way too soon. I, I don't know when I'll ever be getting back to to this game. I do miss it at times. I've got plenty of figures to open, but until the basement is fixed, I'm just not even pretending that I'm going to do that type of shit. One day I'll be like action figure snaps and show growth. <laughs> so far, that is not. The, I haven't been able to show growth in a lot of areas of my life, especially toy photography. My height, my weight, my penis size. not None of that stuff's growing. Well, I guess the weight's good that it's not grown. The other stuff, not so good. All right, Nick, let's put this motherfucker to bed.
1: It is the end of the top five. That means it's the end of our show. So Matt, close us on out.
0: All right. Always a good time on these Tuesdays talking to all you fandos out there. That's still our your names, right? Is that what we call ourselves or them these days, the Fandos? If you don't know what we're talking about, it dates way, way back to when we first started doing the uh, the lives. We we held a contest and I think Fandalorians won instead of I I still wanted the Assholes. (laughs) The Daywana the Daywana Wangas. Oh yeah. I love that one. They want but oh well, they're the Fandos. What am I talking about? Who gives a shit? All you need to know is StarWarsTime.net is our home base on the internet. So if you're new here or you're an acolyte and you just want to keep, you know, uh, pumping out the show to people, stumping for us, all you need to remember, StarWarsTime.net. Send the noobs there they can find the podcast platforms that we're on yes we do a podcast too guess what it's this show just without our ugly hairy bald heads okay audio only so you you know you miss the dropouts nick disappearing nick being frozen today playing bernie You miss all that fun, but if you can't watch the streams, we got you covered. Audio only. They drop Wednesdays on all of the good platforms. All we ask if you are listening to the show on a podcast platform, how about a little rating and review action? I haven't seen the iTunes go up in in a few months. Let's try to get that into the 50s, 60s, dare I say 100 of you people leave a ratings for us. We know the numbers are there. All right, you might not see it on YouTube, but if we if we tabulate all the numbers, there is a a a decent amount of people that listen to this stupid little show. So, you know, help us out. There's no, you don't see me with my palm. You don't see me with a sign saying "single dad, no kids, need money." We're we're just asking for you to juice the AI overlords out there. Let them know. Let the algos know. We are okay. We're cool. We don't grieve. We don't bitch and moan. We try to have fun. We try to stay positive, which, if you know me and you hear me saying that, it may sound like an oxymoron because I'm not a positive person. But I am for a few hours a week on this show until someone pisses me off. All right? There's always time for Star Wars time, my friends. Don't you forget it. Keep spreading the good word. Thanks to those in the live stream right now. We love you. We know who you are. Hit the like, leave a comment, clip this motherfucker. If I said something that you are like, hey, this might get them in trouble, clip it. Hey, this might get them some views, clip it. Hey, this might make more people hate them, clip it. All right? We can't do all the work. We got to rely on some of you people. There's always time. And don't forget, my friends, if you listen to the Star Wars Time Show, the Force will be with you. Always.